veteran, 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 Hello and welcome to show four of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Woo! What does four rhyme with? Well, it was whore last week, but like, yeah, I haven't You could say four, just go for the easy option, tour. Yeah, I haven't thought of a really good alternative. Mm. So, I guess it's just going to be whore again. Cause that's yeah, the sort of, yeah. Gore, I mean, blood and gore. I mean, we've lowered the bar so much. I know. What does it mean? What's yeah. it stand for? Yeah, yeah, I can't you. think of anything. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, so yeah, and a daddy as always. And with me tonight, I have Mike Chin. Wow, you said my first name. I know. Did you see that? I reckon you only said that because you've just learnt it after these <laughs> years. He's just like, oh yeah, his name's Mike. Yeah, that guy. You see what I did? <laughs> you see what I did there? You see? Uh, yep, yep. Hello, everyone. Hello. And we've got Duke, and I'm going to listen carefully now. You have been a participant in the biggest interdimensional cross rip since the Tunguska Blast of 1909. Oh, great. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Okay. Okay, I know this. I know hey, this. Let's wait. Hang on a second. Do you really know it? Is it Spaceballs? Oh, damn. I thought I absolutely knew that. Shit. You goofball. You had one of the actors, right? I know. Well, that's why I thought that's definitely what it was. Well, try again. I don't know any other sort of sci-fi you type. Chinny. Uh, Ghostbusters? I don't know. Oh, oh! He didn't even know, but he knew. I thought I knew. Um, <laughs> well, you didn't. I'm just yeah. rubbish at this. That's okay. implanted. Ghostbusters implanted in my... If you're born in the 80s, they, when you're born, you have to go through some kind of uh, clockwork orange treatment with Ghostbusters. I went so, looking through all the movie wave page <laughs> and like, okay, what movie am I going to sh- make sure Stu is familiar with? <laughs> I should have just picked something with like Stay Puft Marshmallow Man or something. Yeah. Do you know what the funny thing is, though, in all honesty? I think the last time I watched Ghostbusters was probably about 1988. You didn't watch yeah. it again in preparation for the game. I don't, well, no, I didn't, no. Oh, no, I never did. should have. I know. Weird, that, isn't it? I've, I've actually nearly bought it on Blu-ray as well. It's a great movie. I know, I know. Yeah. My, my this, and then Dickless over here demanded that we open up the, the portal and let all the demons out, and now they're running crazy all over the city. Is this true? Yes, sir, it is true. This man has no penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, right, games. And anyway, so so you playing any games now, Ginny? Me? Yeah, I'm yeah. playing a game right now. <laughs> By any chance? Yeah. Uh, I'm playing. I'm playing not during um, the podcast or not? That yeah, surely you would do a thing. No, right? that would be very. These people demand our full attention. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm playing Modern Warfare. Right, I've got I've got some I've got some problems with Modern Warfare. It's nothing new to like be honest. You're totally addicted to it, and you have it's to play. It's nothing new, right? right? It's nothing new. But my problem with Modern Warfare, and it's happening right now. It's happening live. Right, wait, right? I know what it is. You're trying to boost, and there's a guy who keeps coming around and shooting uh, you with his no, RPG. No, that video. By the way, if you haven't seen that video, that's stupid. It's about a guy who's who's bringing justice to the people that boost in free from awesome. which is awesome. And there's but... a great joke. Did you get the joke at the end? Um. Uh, chocolate rain joke? 
Was it a chocolate rain, Joe? Yeah, because no? there's somebody who sends him an, uh, a voice message on his account. It's like, you bash, why don't you leave us alone, you cocksucker? And so he puts yeah. up a transcript of it on the screen. And for like half a second, he throws up while the guy's like cursing. Up oh, the yeah. He he says, I had to move to the side in order to breathe in. Yeah, yeah, I did see that, yeah. Um, but anyway, look, uh, on Modern Warfare 2, I've been playing it a lot, you know, as me and Duke do, because we have taste. Uh, we... Uh, I mean, I'm sure you've come across it, Duke, where people do the some glitches and stuff. And now this is not uncommon, right? But I have never saw a glitch used so much um, ever. Which, uh, which is, is the, the, the the care package glitch? Oh God, I'm so sick of that. Right, it's so. I mean, it's so blatant, right? And yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ. It's really stupid. For those who don't know, what you do is, okay, so when you get a care package, they give you this little smoke grenade that you throw. Well, you're supposed to throw it, and then the care package comes, right? But if you don't throw it, but instead you hold that instead of a gun while you run around the map, you run a lot faster. So it becomes no, it's not that. It's not that one. It's not oh, that wait, one. Well, that's the one I'm used to. What other right. glitches do this, with the care package? This glitch is, uh, so you do a care, you get a care package, and then like, if you do a few things, press a few buttons. I won't say what it is because it will encourage people. But... Uh, you, you you get you, you throw down the care package as normal, but when you use that one, say it's a sentry gun, another one will come. Like an, not another one will drop, but another one will be ready for you to uh-huh. throw. So you got like you can have care package after care package after care package. Jeez, this also works. This, this also works for the emer- the emergency drops, which are uh-huh. three care packages at a time or four. Um, and yeah, so what was happening in this team deathmatch? It was on. Um, I forgot what I forgot what it was called now. Uh, I can find out. Some map. It's on. Da, 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 da. Ah, scrapyard. It was on scrapyard. Yes. Right now, at the right. back by it's the house. Map. What they did, right? They was all doing it. They put up three sentry guns around them. Oh, jeez! Yeah? So they just had they just have total protection. And then just, then they just kept on doing it and kept. What about on doing grenades? It. You chuck a grenade back there. Oh, or you try and do it, and then they just drop more sentries. And what, at, at the meantime, you got three payloads or whatever coming and air. Man, strikes. they gotta fix that quick. I had no and, idea that. Was and it's going such on. a pain in the ass, and it's happening yeah. every match now, every match. And I thought, wow. why is it happening so often? And then I found out why. It's because it's so easy to yeah, do. That right? sucks. And then I did it, right? I thought, well, I want to learn how to do it, right? Because, <laughs> no, because, and now we come to the thick of it. Yeah, this is horrible. People who thick, do this right? are scumbags. How do you do it? Right. Yeah, right. Well, like this is this is the thing. But when people do it to you, you think, well, this is not fun anymore. I'm not having yeah, any right. fun. I, I remember playing Scrappy and I was like, this is not fun. I want to yeah. play something else. This is boring. I'm just getting owned. Yeah. So I, I, I went on the internet. It didn't take me long to find out. And I, I found out how to do it. I tried it in a private match a couple of times. Did it. And and I, I did it. And I, and it's better when you do it against... I only do it when other people start doing it. And I was like, right, yeah. it's all it's all on now. All right, that's it now. <laughs> but it is a pain. I mean, I would prefer if it just went. All right? And, yeah, and then we'll, we'll just get on with playing normal... Call of Duty, but oh my god, this, this! I can't believe I haven't seen it. Maybe I've seen it, but I didn't realize that was what was going uh, on. Yeah, wow, because, these guys are getting a lot of care packages. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, really... it happened in the game that I was just doing, but they—they, they, I mean, I think one person was doing it. If one person's doing it, you probably don't notice it. But when yeah, a right. team does it, right? There's like four or five people in one corner doing it, and you—and it's a game of headquarters, and they lost the game. And <laughs> when we came back into the lobby, we said, "You lost the game." 
you didn't win. And he's like, yeah, but look at my kills, dude. I'm like 50 yeah, to 3. That's what Team Deathmatch is for, moron. Yeah, that's what we said. He's like, play Team Deathmatch. And he's like, no, fuck you, dude. And, uh, you know, he's so well, blatant. Well, lost, so end of the story. What's yeah, that? and it, that, I mean, uh, it was to the point where I don't want to play this game anymore. But, you know, obviously that didn't last very long. But, oh, my <laughs> God. I mean, the, the glitch is so easy to do. Should I tell you to do it or not? No, no, no. Can I, can I just ask? I thought, I thought they patched it recently to stop They did. They patched the javelin glitch. They patched the care package because they... they patched the care package sprint which was what Duke was talking about some people still try it uh, they also patched the models there's two shotgun models that had a crazy range on them uh, and they, they lowered the range on those but yeah I mean the people find newer ways to can do you, can you just explain to me again why this game is fun to play it's fun to play because it's like drugs you know when you had that heroin in 1978 <laughs> it's like that all right. Yeah, and if you get some bad heroin, you're not going to be like, I'm quitting heroin. No, you're yeah. not going to that anymore. <laughs> but it reminds me, when you were talking about that, it reminded me a bit, do you remember the um, the glitch in Oblivion where you could get loads of gold or loads yeah. of armor or loads, and you yeah. just did this thing, and then it just kept falling from the like thin air onto you? Yeah, yeah. I, found that, I found that glitch in Fable 2 as well. Oh, wait, no, that was just because my money was increasing with the shops. I <laughs> yeah, it's a, no doubt. Well, but speaking we... of Modern Warfare 2 and in an attempt to move us ahead in the show. <laughs> I prestige, baby! Well done. Duke, Duke, oh, you kidding. are. Which is, this is Modern Warfare 2 podcast, like three months off. <laughs> I know! Uh, Duke, you are prestige right. 2. Level six, and yes, I'm I am. Prestige one, level thirty-six. You bastard. Well, what can I say? Those last five levels. Oh my god, oh. they took forever. It was a weekend, and I was like, I gotta just keep working at it, and it felt like a job at a certain point. I'm like, I just gotta put in more time. Yeah, that's yeah. obviously sad. That's... You two are just addicted. Oh, whatever. whatever. It's just sad. We've all got addictions. Very, very sad. Oh, other things on what I've been playing. Yeah, Maybe what else have you been playing there. apart? From... I haven't been playing. Right, but I did say I was going to do this. I brought flour. Okay. Not yeah. for myself. Yep. But for my girlfriend. Yep. Yeah. And you know what? Do you want to know what she thinks? Yeah, you, you're going to say. Is there a Yoda clip coming up here? Yeah. Do you want to know what she thinks? Go on. Yep. Yeah, that's all right. Huh? <laughs> that's what she said. That's all right. She says, I don't like the dark levels because it's scary. Mm-hmm. That's uh, good, though. I like the dark that. levels. Yeah. You see, my so, wife loved it, I have to say. She really she, did love it. She wasn't it. like, oh, it's the best game ever. Broken Sword is still her favourite game ever. But she likes Flower. She thought she, she thought it was alright. It's pretty. You I know, gave it to um, my niece. She's, yep. she's five. Yep. Right? And my niece has a very short attention span. So I thought, uh, you Are know... you still talking about your niece? Yeah. Get it? I was pretending I had a very yeah. short attention span. I got it, yeah. Uh, um, very good. Very so good. I gave it to her. I said, you know... Play that, see what you think, and she went, yeah, flowers! Bored. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to do something else. Uh, uh, you, you just got to constantly keep her on her toes. That's like on The Simpsons when they're watching the Mr. Sparkle commercial, and there's the weird talking cow, and like sumo wrestlers turning into flowers, and Bart's That's... sitting there going, boring! <laughs> yeah, the MTV generation, what's it like? Exactly. Eh. <laughs> no, so. We experience neither high nor lows. <laughs> uh, we should do a podcast about Simpson references. Yes. Yeah, you could both do that really, really well. Yeah. Stu, what have you been playing? Um, I've been playing a couple of things. He says. Uh... You know, I've obviously been playing recent games that didn't come out last year. Hey, well, you, I've been playing about well, three-year-old games. Last year. 
I've been playing yeah. three-year-old games, so I can play recent games. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. That, what, like Modern Warfare 2? No, like Mass Effect 1. <laughs> yeah, how did you go? How's it going? You finished that now? Three-day marathon. I did that. Finished that this you finished morning. finished it? Yeah, this morning. Done. I was a bastard. I let Rex live because I like Rex. Oh, you better uh, let Rex live. And uh, I, I let the council live because I thought, ah, oh, whatever, might as well. I'm uh, having a question. Yeah, it's right at the end. And uh, I killed Caden. Uh, I shagged Ashley. I told <laughs> a dear sorry bitch, look, love, you're pretty, but not my type. You're blue. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was it, really. No, so, and I've I've seen Mass Effect 2 today. I went around my friend's house, so I've seen parts of it. I saw the com- combat. I saw the graphics, which are my god. From going from one to two on the same day, it's phenomenal. And there's yeah. no pop. I was like, the the gra- the textures are not popping in. What what? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you know it's it's amazing. Well, I've I've been playing Mass Effect 2, and I'm about five hours in. Oh, snap. Five hours my mate, my mate's been playing it all day. And he's yeah, I wish I could. I wish two I could. He's 24 hours in. Can yeah, you... <laughs> if I didn't have to work, I would definitely be playing it for a long time, I have to say. Uh, my uh, other mate, by the way, my other mate has finished it already and he's on his second playthrough. Jeez, wow. that, that is dedication. Beast. For... And he played Mass Effect 1 six times um, in, in this month. <laughs> See, I have to wonder, I mean, obviously he enjoys the game, but I have to wonder if there isn't some. I don't know. Part of my satisfaction with these games is taking my time when I play them and like appreciating things. I have to wonder if that like rapid playthrough doesn't take away from some of the aesthetic appreciation. I think, or maybe I he's think like, I'm... oh, I'll go appreciate those textures when I go through my second time. Yeah, I mean, he played the first time really slow and stuff, but I think the next time he was playing it for achievements and stuff. So, yeah, I think the next time I'm going to play it again, Mass Effect 1, but I'm just going to play it like, straight like as quick as I can to just to be good, you know? Just do all the good things and then see what happens in two. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I've, I've go on, Stu. Go on, yeah, I know you're I going bought to. it. I bought it on Friday. I got it on Friday. It came in the post. I was quite pleased it would come on the on the launch day. So I got myself all ready at night. You know, watched a bit of TV and then you know, obviously was going to come into the conservatory about ten half ten and maybe play to about three or four in the morning. Get a good session in, and I fell asleep on the sofa and woke up at three in the morning, and there was most. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it wasn't wow. great. My wife didn't even wake me up than nothing. She just went to bed and left me asleep there. Why should she wake you up? Hey, honey, wake up and play that game. I know, but I told day. her, you know, I was just like, oh my. So I woke up and then a responsibility to slip you some no dos. Exactly. Do you know what the do you know what the the mad thing was? I got I woke up at three and then thought, mm, well, I've slept for about four hours. Shall I just play it now anyway? <laughs> I know, isn't that terrible? And then I thought, no, I'll go to bed. So I went to bed at about three, and then I woke up about seven, and I thought. So I'll get up and play. So that's what I did. So I got up at 7 in the morning on a Saturday. Um, hey, hey, I'm waking up at 6 a.m. every Saturday. That's the teacher's schedule. I know, yeah. I know. So, I'll, yeah, I'll send like, you an email about that, dude. I'm there every morning at 7 a.m. playing the games. No, that's funny. So then I played. I played for about two, two and a half hours till my daughter decided it was time for her to get out of bed. And, yeah, it was really good. So I managed to get some time in there. I managed to get a bit more time in over the weekend. And yeah, I, I imported my character and save and everything from the first game. Yep. So do you have to adjust the way they look or does it you automatically can't do, set that can't. up? I can't well, wait for that because I really hate my bloke's nose. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it because I thought, you know what? I played through the whole of the first game with him, and you know, I'm going to stick some angles. More that's game, who he is. Goals. That's Shepard. That's man. me. That's yeah, that's my Shepard. My dog. I know, yeah. but I could just say he had plastic surgery in the in the between <laughs> ones. Too, you know? I have to protect the universe from the Reapers, but first. Yeah. Take a little bit off the top of the nose, if you will. That's it. That's yeah. it. It's what you got to do. From some, some angles, Mark Shepard looks like a fucking PS2 character. He's like a really blocky head. Like, a massive head. He can't save the universe no, with a block like head. Or an oblivion, man. What were you thinking? Um, but yeah, so so my Rex is still dead, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and the guy's dead. I can't remember his name, but the, you know when you get Caden. the choice. Yeah, Caden, he's still dead. Well, yeah, who cares? It's all fresh in my mind. He was shit anyway. He kept on letting yeah, me down. Yeah, he was. What did he ever do? I mean, at least, what's her name? Ashley? Ashley. Yeah, I yeah, she could. She could wield a gun. This yeah, guy she, was she just was, like, I have a little only, biotic. <laughs> the only problem with Ashley was she was a complete racist. Yeah. I don't she was like, that. Yeah, she's like, she hates all aliens. She's like, oh, oh yeah. get these Well, they hate aliens. her too. She's just reacting well, she, to the oppression of her time, man. She was the one who shot Rex in my game. <laughs> she just killed him. Well, because the option is, the dialogue choice is, try to convince him or tell Ashley to shoot Rex. No, no, no. I tried to convince him, right? But because I didn't, because my speech wasn't high enough, he wasn't having any of it. He was still right. questioning. She just so shot he him. Out his gun or something? No, no, no. She just shot him and said. She just decided I'm going to shoot him. Yeah. Now. And then she said, look, he was never going to come around to your way of thinking. I, and I just remember seeing off. a thing that was like, <laughs> so tell Ashley to shoot him. Oh, yeah. No, there was that choice as well. But I didn't tell. I was but still trying to talk to Ashley. Yeah, but guess. yeah, she All just. Right. Made that choice on her own and killed him there and then. Wow. Just shot him. That was it. He was horrible. gone. Yeah, I felt terrible. I really did feel bad. Oh, wow. um, and then I felt even worse when someone told me you didn't have to die because I just assumed it was part of the game. So, <laughs> I know. Then someone said, "Well, my my you know Rex didn't die. What? What do you mean? <laughs> so, uh, you don't know what's going to happen to him in two. Even I know that. Like, well, mate showed me today. What, no, what? well, he's not. Nothing's going to happen to him in two because he's not in two in my game. Well, he is. He's... he's gone. He's a goner. Um, and I had a human council as well at the end, so, so yeah, so I've got because what's interesting, right? They do this weird thing at the beginning. You you sort of in this. I don't want to give too much away from the beginning, but the beginning's very very good. I have to say, I was not very giving anything away. I know, I know. But, had to finish Dragon Age first. But the way they sort they do this sort of recap thing, where you're talking to another character previously on Lost. So, no, I was so just trying to make that joke. Damn you! But not, but not like that. She actually, she, she sort of quizzes you on what you remember from the first game. So, uh, did Rex die? Or... Yeah, yeah, it's a little bit like to but check your memory. I heard on some other podcasts that it doesn't matter what you say because if what's in your game file is different, they say no, that's not what happened. So what's the yeah, point? Yeah, but of if quizzing? you don't, yeah. if you don't import the save, uh, like it's that's oh, what this establishes the history. So like, yeah, so if you've never played Mass Effect yeah. One, and well, then what played- were you? Did Rex live or die? I don't know. Who the hell's Rex? What are you talking about? <laughs> but he's a bit like that. But luckily, I got all the questions right. I didn't get any wrong, so I was quite impressed with myself anyway. Well, but he did one quiz. It did uh... feel like Duke for a moment there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I did okay. And it, it, it was quite an interesting premise. Now, there is a, a character in the game that reminded me of another character, which was quite interesting. And I don't know whether that's, this is... That's a, mysterious. I don't, well, it sort of is. I don't know whether this is a spoiler or not, but, I mean, it's not really a spoiler, because anyway, you find out... spoiler, oh well. Well, you find out right at the beginning, but there's a, there's a character in it called the Elusive Man. Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, who's the famous person that does his voice? Martin Sheen. Martin yeah. Sheen. But basically, he's giving you all your missions and explains what's going on and what the point of, you know, what you're doing is. So that's not yeah. really in too much way. Like, but I am the messenger. But he didn't half remind me of the smoking man from the X Files. Well, yeah, he See, just, he wrote, he that's the first me, thing I thought of when I heard that name. Yeah. He reminds me. What was the uh, you know Mass Effect? Uh, Mass Effect oh, G Man. Yeah. 
G-Man from no, Hat. No, 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 not G-Man. You know, um, the Matrix, the terrible ones, the two and threes. All right oh, now. Yeah. All right yeah. now. Shut up. Right. Yeah, the rich hey, one. Hey, hey, don't get all bulgy out on me. Right. Um, <laughs> the architect. You know, <laughs> you know, two and three, where yeah, that's it. The architect. Yeah. That's that's what it reminds me of. Yeah, a little bit, but it's more smoking man for me because he's always a bit in half shade as well. So you know, you can only just sort of make him out. He's always and he's always smoking in the game. He's always got a smoking. Yeah, like Jim Carrey in the mask. You know, <laughs> and he and he talks uh, like you know, he's all sort of husky. Quick fact for you: Martin Sheen had a heart attack on the on the scene on the set of uh, Apocalypse Now. No, just, just a quick fact. Right, yeah, carry on. Okay, let's go to so the, so the, so yeah. So the story, the story so far has has really sucked me in quite well. Um, the gameplay, you, I'm not convinced you're gonna like it. I have to say, I'm not Why? because it it plays like Dead Space. No, it uh, does. It plays like Gears of War. Yeah, or Gears of War. It's just, it's similar. It, it reminds me a little bit more of Dead Space, to be honest, with the the, the similar third That's person. Right. It's not necessarily. But a there's no. But the but the RPG elements have been stripped down so much they're almost sort of non-existent now. That's fine. I didn't care so much about the RPG elements. No, in the fair first enough. Game. I thought you liked all that stuff. I mean, some of them. I don't know. Like, because I didn't. I'll be honest. Like, I got halfway through the game before I realized I was collecting all those different kinds of ammunition and stuff, and yeah, I hadn't applied I any of that, them. Yeah. So I was like. What? I'm, my inventory's full with what? And then I went yeah. through and I'm like, oh, look at all these uh, things I'm supposed to be putting on my weapons. No well, my weird. guns don't do any more damage what's, than they used what's to. What's weird in this, there's no, there's no armor classes anymore. Fine. There's no weapon classes. Fine. So basically, you, you're just sort of given what you can use. But you can also, like... I you can never use the assault rifle anyway. Yeah. I mean, I only use the pistol. I mean, that's the thing. So, I mean, to be honest with you, like... That's the sort of the thing in Dragon Age. Like, how many of these choices do we really need? Like, I mean, I don't know. There's probably some people who really love spending half the game tweaking their characters and their player and all that. But for me, it's like, whatever. Just get, you know, the sword I have now is better than the sword I used to have. Fine, I'll use that. That's really the, you know, the essence of what I'm looking for. Yeah, some people have some kind of, like, very romantic idea of... Of uh, you know RPGs, like especially JRPGs, like that everything yeah. they did in the nineties was perfect. Where yeah, you know, right. no, I, I think they some in some cases they just kind of threw everything, and, and then they got worse and worse, and they just threw everything. And Jimmy yeah. Cook spoiled the broth. There's always supposed like, to have one more new thing in there. And Mass Effect Two, I think they've they've cl- clearly saw that you know let's strip everything back and let's yeah. let's just because you know it is a bit weird when you're fighting somebody in Mass Effect 2 Mass Effect 1 and you're just kind of in this epic kind of battle and the whole Citadel's on its side and you're like whoa and you go wait everyone, wait everyone wait I'm just going to change my ammo wait, hang on wait, <laughs> yeah, you, still, right, exactly. you still sort yeah, of have so, to do that you still yeah. do have to do that sort of stuff that's it's, not it's that's not it's, I mean look I watched it play today it seems a lot like, you know, yeah, just do this, apply this type thing. Because not... I always, when we're playing one, I was always like, okay, what was the polonium or something that would infect them with something? And then it slowly ate away at them. That's fine because it works on anything. And I don't have to worry, is this person I'm fighting flesh-based or metal-based or whatever yeah. it is? Organic, you know. Yeah. yeah, who cares? But they have, they have given an explanation for this. They have said why it is like that. It's okay. in the future, man. Well, basically, they, that's... Sort of what they've said. They've basically yeah. said because your character's already played through the first game, he's a master in what he does. Nice. So he doesn't he doesn't need to sort of, you know, level up anymore for his sort of if he's specializes in pistols yeah. and assault rifles because he's, he's already just a, a badass. Yeah. That's all he is, he's just a badass. Yeah. But he, once you become a Jedi warrior, you know, like that's it. You've reached the plateau and then you're just there. But the actual combat itself is very fluid. 
you know, the cover system works really well. You know, there's absolutely no issues with the cover system. Well, we'll see when I go up against those snipers that jump around everywhere. But there's one no of the vehicles there, there's no vehicle thing, is there? No, I haven't I haven't come across a vehicle yet. No, as... no. I, I think I, I heard uh... well, the Normandy, I assume. Yes. Yeah, the get... Normandy. You get That's to fly a that vehicle. Yeah. You get to fly that round a little bit, but yeah. Well, can't say uh... too much about that. Can't say too no, much about that. I, I, you know. Oh, you've I... already said something. Now I have to. I wonder. was listening to yeah. uh, Casey Hudson, the the head guy at Bioware, and this, and he said like, yeah, they, they kind of took that away, and when you land on a planet, you just start off and foot, and every every side mission every anomaly or whatever it is it's it's all different it's all kind of strange but uh, yeah i i, I kind of get that i was a bit disappointed when there's no vehicles i quite, I quite like the vehicle the vehicle got a lot of slack but I, so I you're like... so your big complaint about number one Stu, had to do with the planet side missions just being always the same thing and you couldn't yeah. really explore anything yeah. have they fixed that from what you can tell i haven't seen enough to be honest because mm-hmm. at the moment basically you have to assemble your team together, you know, of who you're going right, to right. take on mission throughout the game. Yeah. And at the most, the majority of the first missions you do is actually assembling this team. So you've got to do these side missions that get each member of the team. So I haven't seen enough of that to tell you. What I have done, though, I did download the free, the free downloadable stuff. Yeah. Which and this is. was first day only stuff? Yeah, this, I, I don't know what it was first day, but uh, it was so, boy knew there's a code. Purchase. It's not like new stuff. Original yeah. purchase stuff. And, um, yeah, one of them is a Normandy crash site. Oh, gosh, yeah, I can't tell you that, can I? Oops. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Anyway. Freaking... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of that, actually. Anyway. I knew so, that. Oh, no, but you probably did. Well, yeah, I know but... it now. Yeah. Mind you, it's uh, called called the Normandy crash side to be fair the DLC so yeah. I suppose it not give too much away yeah, uh, but yeah that's on foot and it's just like a bit of a collection mission but I'll not tell you what you collected uh, I, I, saw, <laughs> I look, won't I tell saw, you that you collect Shepard's head oh damn it what I saw, so I walked in when I walked around my friend's house so I caught him on the most boring bit of the game this is what he said was <laughs> Was like, I, I like, oh yeah, can't wait to see my Spectre. Oh, right. And it turns it was out like, that being a Spectre really requires a whole lot of paperwork. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, you know all those missions that I did in two. You just have to fill out the forms. That's the whole game. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it like basically you, you fly to each planet, like, and um, again you can't land on all planets, but you can rotate this little scan thing on all of them before you, you know, you landed on the planet Duke, and you would find some rock on the map. And right. you would scan it, and it would be yeah. very boring, hard to get to. And yeah. where, after a while, when you see one, you just think, "Oh fuck it, I can't be asked." <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. With this, like those materials and stuff, actually earn you something. You know, they upgrade. So I'm not sure what, but they upgrade something. Yeah, uh, basically. So lead in a certain direction. That's yeah, yeah, basically, what you can do is when you've got enough stuff, you have to get the professor, who's one of your potential team, and then when he's on the Normandy. He can basically upgrade your weapons and stuff for you if you collect enough of the right materials that he needs to do it. Cool. Or, uh, the way you scan the planets is, is it's not it's not really really boring it's just kind of a different thing you know it's just like comparing a spreadsheet to a word document you know <laughs> it's, it's, you just kind of move the the little scanner thing around the planet and you you scan the things but it's it's kind of interesting it, it's it beats driving around that mako and, and yeah you can you can send a probe down yeah to... you send a little probe and it goes yeah probe. we've done this and then yeah. it does upgrade things i mean you see a progression when you yeah. find so the, yeah, there is, the weird thing and i can't remember you know the, the star map in the original game did did it have a little version of the Normandy that you sort of flew around to where you? No, no, no I didn't. No. I don't like that. I found it really a bit like weird. 
In this yeah. in this game, when you're in the Star Bab, you get you basically get like a little model version of the Normandy yeah. and you you fly it to the planet. I just want to be honest, well, when you're doing that when you're doing that, do you make it go like <laughs> and it's really slow. It's really slow and it's like I I just want to look around. I don't want to yeah, it was just a curse. You make it's a lot more noise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. It's just weird. Yeah, it's really slow and it's like, why would I want to do that? I just wanna yeah, so you, from you one, do have fuel that when you come out of the galaxy thing, well, not not planet to planet, but from system to system, um, you do have like fuel. And do you, you have to refuel the ship. Yeah, yeah you yeah. do. Oh, and, and it, no, it's just that. a, it's just a, it's just a fuel management thing. But the fun thing is, if you do run out of fuel, you get towed. I just like the idea of like some <laughs> space guy just going, oh damn. Got a uh, tow in local cluster. I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> you know, and, Shepard, the, the, I'm no, sick of having to save your ass. Fuck you, Shepard. <laughs> um, uh, you know, I just like the idea of being towed in space. It'd be funny. But, uh, yeah, you, there's no punishment for it. You just kind of have to like, go back from where there was fuel and start again. And it'll also, if you try to go somewhere where you haven't got enough fuel, it'll say, I'm sorry, you don't have enough fuel to get there. Mm. So you have to then top up your tank before you set off, as it were. So that's interesting. Well, no, one, the only one of the complaints I probably have, you know, is is regarding the speech stuff, which isn't a whole lot different to the first game. By the way, in this game, your speech upgrades automatically as you talk to people and earn. Yeah, it's the same with the uh, dis- decryption thing where yeah. they yeah. said like if you played as a soldier in one, everybody, all soldiers would take tally because she was like very high in the the electronic things. Yeah. So what yeah. they do now is they they reward you if you if you're good at decrypting stuff. They reward you for it if you bother it. Like you, they, they don't, you know. And I quite speak. like I quite like the little mini games for opening safes. And I haven't done that yet. I haven't yeah, they're seen quite that cool. Yet. Quite cool little mini games. So they're, they're they're not too bad. But yeah, going back to the speech thing. Well, yeah, I find it a bit weird, right? Because it, and I really hate this in RPG games. It lets you repeat the same stuff. So basically, you'll leave the option open. You think, oh, there must be something else for that that right, character right, right. to say. But when you ask, it's the exact same thing again, and it's like yeah. it should just blank it off. Once you've done that little bit, it should either disappear or it shouldn't be accessible again. Well, see, that's what makes me wonder because that's in Dragon Age Two. There's a part where you can ask Morrigan, like, mm-hmm. "Why are you still here?" or something like that. And it makes me w- imagine that in the future that will change. You know what I mean? Like if if you get to a certain part of the game, then she'll give you a different answer. You have a different option open in your conversation. Yeah, and it doesn't. Uh, maybe. I don't no, know. but it might. I mean, I haven't, you know, I don't think I've been through enough. And in this and maybe it, there's only one certain area you go to that you could have a different conversation with her about that. I don't, I, I don't get an impression. It's just sort of, you know, once you've asked that option, you've asked it. And it's just, a, yeah. but it's weird when the character does the same animations and the same yeah, oh, right. sort of bit of text again, you know, and it's yeah. like, and it's not even different. So it's not even like a different version. Fair, of, I mean, if you've uh, got a big complaint, I mean, if that's your only complaint, then. Yeah, no, it, you know, it is. And it, there's these re- really nice little trigger prompts as well when you're talking to people, if you've had enough of listening to them. And it'll nice. just flash up a left trigger or a right trigger, and then he'll just butt in and say something. All they grab flash the V's and like, shut up now. Yeah, something like that. I'll cut them, <laughs> cut them short. There was, there was one where there's a, one of the characters you're talking to sort of waffling a bit, and you sort of press the right trigger, and he, he sort of just cuts him short and said, right, you know, you need to stop running your mouth. We've got anyway, to... move yeah. on. Yeah, I wish I had one of those now. I know. <laughs> yeah. I wish I had one of those at the bloody beginning of Modern Warfare too. You mean? Everybody likes Modern Warfare. <laughs> no, they don't. YouTube's playing Mass Effect. Nobody cares. Uh, no, it's like everybody. But overall, Stu, awesome game, man. Yeah. Mass awesome Effect. Game. Mass yeah, Effect absolutely. Yeah, I have no qualms in sort of recommending people to buy it. If you, the only thing I would say, if you if you're one of those people who don't like Gears of War, you may not like it <laughs> because it is very much like that. 
the graphics and the popping and all yeah, gone. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah, they've they've done so many things right, you know. And it, and, and I'm only scratching the surface. I feel like I've done nothing and played it for five hours and really done nothing. Yeah, the te- I mean, the technical aspect, like that, what they've done technically is 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 great. I think they've really achieved something there. So. They definitely are, and it's, it's definitely more accessible. I think anyone who didn't like the first one because of the RPG stuff will definitely like this one now. Yep. They've made it really accessible. Okay, another thing, playing, and Duke, I think, has been playing this, the, yeah, Battlefield Bad Company 2 demo. Okay, so there's this. <laughs> but, but, I hey. have to say once again, Dice, what are you thinking? <laughs> Get rid of the freaking squads! But, Duke, I think you're going to have to accept that is never going to happen. No, I don't! Eventually, you'll see the error of their ways! <laughs> it, won't. it won't. It would be... It would be it w- I, I, I honestly might say it would be a perfect demo without the squads. It is so wow. much fun. The mechanism is so awesome. I've been playing the demo a lot. Like It's the same map over and over again. I don't like attack and defense generally, but it's a really fun... I mean, the system is great! It would be so much better without the squads. So how does this compare to, you know, to Modern Warfare 2 then? Well, I mean, here's the thing. Okay, here's the thing. It's a different kind of game, okay? Modern Warfare 2 and Modern Warfare 1 before it tried to approximate what Battlefield 2 and 1942 before it did with the flag capture thing, right? Okay? Those maps are so gloriously huge that... It's fun to play a flag capture domination type thing on those maps. The modern warfare, the modern warfare maps, and the modern warfare two maps, even though they're a little bigger, they're just not big enough. You cannot have a meaningful flag capture thing because as soon as you leave one flag, you're already in the area where you're going to be fighting over the second one, and there's no way to sneak between them. And if you take all the maps in Modern Warfare 2 or 1, uh, you're at a disadvantage because then you don't know where your enemy's coming from, so everybody takes two of the flags, <laughs> yeah. leave the one, and I mean, you yeah. know. So the point is that DICE and, 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 and EA have done a really good job of making these maps enormous and giving lots of places to go through. And and that makes it complex enough in terms of the terrain to make this sort of go here to this flag and take that and this sort of thing. Is it um, the same one? Like, it was the explain the map a, to me. Is there, is there a big like open area in the middle or something? Yeah, there's this big sort of pit that's been yeah. excavated. And that's the same the one they had at Eurogamer shoes. shoes. Exactly the same yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's one that's in a house, and you know there's a lot more destructibility in this one than there was in the original bag company, which uh, that's fun. And I, yeah, just the mechanism of playing it. You know, there's a little. It's a little. You know, Modern Warfare 2 is so very immediate. Everything you do is just going to be like it shows up immediately, or you start screaming at the top of your lungs about the fucking lag. Well, in Bad Company 1 and 2, it seems, there's there's a little bit of that built in. Like, you'll shoot somebody for half a second, and you'll be like, why, why aren't they dead? And then it will come up, this person, you've killed an enemy. Yeah, it's always been a bit like that, though, I think. Uh, yeah, it has. And that's not a big deal. It's just something to get used to. So people yeah. should know that that's not your Does problem. Does it still have like, the hit indicator, like that little oh, yeah. red? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Good. It's white. I like that. Yeah, I like that. There. And it's good. It's very useful because then you – yeah, exactly. You know that it's happening. And, um, it's just but like I don't the little know. Frosting I just, on the, 
Yeah, and I mean the scope of the the battle just—it's a battlefield. Like that's appropriate because it's you know there's there's tanks shooting at yeah, helicopters, helicopters, which are dropping things on squads of men, yeah. and I feel like that gives me the cover I need to sort of sneak around and get over to. I run straight for the thing, and people generally don't look at me. They're always busy fighting off the tanks or whatever, and I can sneak in and just set the charge, and then go hide in the corner and just wait for people to come in. But ha! No, you don't. So I'm having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, no, I've got to, I've got to agree. I mean, I'm not, you know me, I'm not a massive multiplayer fan, but yeah, no, I really enjoy. It. I played it this only is a one couple you of might times. Be able to buy. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the game, you know, and I, I just love that. Yeah, I have to absolutely agree. It feels like a full scale, full on battle. You know, there's, there's, there's a helicopter. There's somebody in that helicopter with a gunner or whatever, you know, and you know, whereas in Modern Warfare Two, you just automatically, you know, bring a, a Harrier in or a, a helicopter in, but you're it's not actually. It's all automated in this. There is yeah. someone controlling it. You know, there's someone Except actually the controlling it. You do have that in Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. And the AC-130. Yeah. But it, it, it but. is cool. It is very cool. I was very impressed. And, and yeah, now, here's the question. So when you up. spawn, you, you're, you're parachuting in. And that's one of the things that was really missing from Bad Company. Oh, you do? Parachute. You, you parachute in? Yes. Wow. And the question is, are you going to be able to use that like when you're on top of a building? Because that was one of the most amazing things about Battlefield 2 Modern Combat was that if you were up on top of a tower, you could just jump off and use your parachute and then you float oh, down. Oh, wow. It was so cool and they totally need to bring that back. I'm hopeful, but I don't know. So how do you know you can't do that now? Can't you just try it? Well, I don't know for sure that you can't, but I, there's nothing in the demo that says here's how you do that. No, I've seen people parachuting out of crashing helicopters. You know. Oh, really? That's good. Yeah, that's yeah. good I've seen a couple of people do that. That's a very good sign. Yeah, and you could do that in uh, 1943 as well, you know. You yeah. Sh- yeah, that's right. But yeah, very impressed, I have to say. I've been, yeah, uh, yeah I, I think it's going to be a, a, a definitely a solid game. Yeah. It really is going to be a solid game. I mean, yeah, are, are we excited about the single player campaign? Because I enjoyed the, the, the campaign in Bad Company. Yeah, the, first, the campaign, the first one was good. It's, it's nice that Battlefield had, like, a, a story, you know, and some good characters. Like, oh, yeah. There was a little bit annoying, but, the, you know, there was. Yeah. They were very sharply drawn. They were a little stereotypical, but whatever. I mean, it it's right. fun. You know, they take themselves much less seriously than a Modern Warfare does, and that makes it. It's know. all serious again, though, for Bad Company Two. They've gone all Is serious. It? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like, remember when Bad Company One came out? And there was all those stupid videos, and he was singing, yeah. you know, Mad World and stuff. And I think, uh, I think they're taking themselves a bit very seriously again. So I don't know. I quite we'll like the sense of humor. I didn't go down well with everyone, but you know, hey how. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I haven't seen too much about the single player, so I don't know what the story's going to be. Uh, I think they're keeping it quiet. I think they're keeping yeah. the single player very quiet. I mean, have you been playing anything else, Duke? you been up to anything else? Uh, trying to get Dragon Age done. Uh, I had to Prestige. I was like, okay, first I'm on Prestige, and I thought I'd be done with that, like, Friday night. No. Sa- Sunday morning, I'm like, I got so much to do today. And, like, my wife's like, oh, you got papers are great? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, stuff to do for the website? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, what else? I'm like... I got a prestige. You got a what? Like I got a prestige. That's important. That's something I have to do today. Oh, God. So, uh, yeah. But anyway, Dragon Age, still working at it. I mean, it's still fun, but I'm really eager to try Mass Effect 2, but I'm, I'm convinced. I'm like, no, I'm going to finish Dragon Age first. And as I wrote somewhere, I've still got like a third of the game left to do. I've got the Circle of Magi. How many hours go. are you in? How many hours I'm like are you 30 in? in already. And I haven't really done any of the side stuff. I just think it's been... I don't know. Maybe taking me longer than other people, but yeah, big game. Any, no, I, I take that back. I've done some of this. I've done a lot of the side stuff. I shouldn't say that. I've done a lot of the side stuff. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, and uh, and that's about it for you then. That's about it for me then. Right, no problems. Well, we'll take a quick break. We'll do uh, the indie pick for this week, 
And when we come back on the other side, we'll talk a little bit about the iPad, which obviously was the big announcement in the last you week. You will or not so. succeed, Steve Jobs. And we'll also we've I've I've seen the first or all, all twelve minutes of Bioshock Two footage. That's from early on in the game, so that was quite interesting. Mm. I have to. I say. listened to uh, uh, the guy. Uh, the head guy of it was on the uh, Major Nelson podcast. That was. Uh, yeah, so I listened yeah. to him. I'm well, still not excited, strange. but, you know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about the, uh, you know, we often do the indie games as we do on our show. And I've got a little rundown of how much these games have earned, so how much money people have made on the indie games. So that was, that was, that was quite interesting. So, uh, so we'll do that when we come back after the indie pick. So if you want to uh, play that for us, Ginny? Play the indie pick. Indeed. Indie pick now, yeah. Okay, we'll have a here we to go. Indie game review. Review. This is Michael Quigley, also known as Quanrian on Xbox Live. This week I'll be reviewing a game called You Will Die by Pixel Arcade with a lead developer named Derek Hopkins. You Will Die kind of quantifies the belief that uh, all you really need in a game is a good boss fight. Um, in fact, all you will die is, is a very long boss fight that just keeps going on and on. Now, while that may not seem, sound interesting to some people, because, uh, you may or may not like boss fights, I know some people might actually hate boss fights, it actually is an interesting concept, because this is the moment you're building towards in most shooters, is this intense boss fight. So you start out and you will die and you've got a single unit sized ship. It's just one part and it's just shooting at you and it's pretty simple and there's nothing too special about that. And then you go to the second level and then now it's got two more compartments added to it. And this again is not something too special. Um, now what does make this unique at this point is the compartments that get added to it in both shape and uh, armaments are going to be unique each time. And then you may pass that level, that, that's usually not too hard, now you're on to the third level. Now it's got two more compartments, and where it adds these compartments at this point is going to be somewhat random. It may add them straight out in a line, so it looks like you're fighting sort of like a wall. It may add them in the back of the uh, first two additions, or it may add them in the front. And it's going to continue to do this each time you beat the boss. As the game says, it's not going to die, you will die. And the game continues to antagonize you as you play it. And at one point, it does really become ridiculous. At about level 4 and 5 is where it's going to really grind down to a difficulty that most people are going to have a little bit of trouble getting past. Um, and then beyond that, it's, it starts to get a bit ridiculous. But if you love bullet hell and you love intense boss fights, I've, I've really seen few games that nail it better than this does. And on top of that, the game actually gives you an amazing amount of replay value, which I tend to not see in boss battles in general. In a boss battle, you go in, you fight a boss, and you pretty much learn what works on that boss, and that will ultimately always work on that boss. That does not work in this case, because as you replay the game again, you're going to get different combinations of uh, ship parts and attachments you're going to have to deal with. And uh, depending on how they're arranged on the ship, it's actually going to decide on how much breathing room you have, how much shields you have, possibly how much damage you have, and you know, and there's a lot of skill involved on on your being able to dodge these bullets or absorb them with the shields with good timing. And uh, the game really doesn't give you any handouts. This is truly a hardcore game. 
And so it's, it's definitely got that nice hardcore feel to it. And the, uh, the lead developer actually describes the game as evil. And, you know, at certain points when I was playing, I'd have to agree the game does get quite evil. Depending on the armaments, there's one that spins around and spits out bullets like uh, in a nice little spiral. And it's ridiculously difficult to dodge that, that one compared to the other ones. So depending on what setups you get, you you might you may be cursing at the game quite a bit. I thought it would be worth a shot to see what you guys think about this game. Uh, and there really is a good level of polish in this game. Initially when I did test it, there were some issues, but they straightened those out. So I'm definitely glad to share this game. This is a really solid game to check out. It's a lot of fun if you love classic shooters, both you know, intense boss fights that were, uh, you know, like games like R-Type were known for. This is, you know, this may be your cup of tea, or just if you love bullet hell, this is, again, it's going to go along those lines. So, uh, yeah, definitely give this a shot. You may actually find yourself liking it. If you do purchase it for the meager 80 Microsoft points, which works out to be a dollar in uh, American, you will be able to get access to the global leaderboards where you can uh, see how you're doing with other people so long as they're online. It has a weird way of syncing up, but it works well enough. So yeah, definitely give it a shot and uh, see what you think. Okay, so uh, we'll start with you first. You, What did you think of You Will Die? I you thought, I have to be honest, I, uh, I, kinda, I think I kind of messed up because I went to some, when you sent the thing out, I went online. I was stuck at my computer grading papers, and I was like, I'll take a little break. And I went looking for information about it online, and I found this forum where the guy who made the game apparently was, like, posting and all this stuff. So I went and found YouTube video of it, and I watched a little bit. And um, then when I played it, it was pretty much exactly what I expected from the YouTube video. It's okay. I mean, you know, the, the it looks great. The graphics are really polished. I actually, you know, definitely agree with that. It's... uh. The sound is solid, and, you know, the controls are good. But I think the thing for me that makes a boss fight fun is that it comes at the end of a series of non-boss fights. You know what I mean? You fight a lot of grunts along the way, and then you have a boss fight. And it feels like when it's just one boss fight after another, it's not so much fun, and especially because it's mostly just sort of variations on the same sort of thing. You have the, the main robot ship that's talking to you. There is no way for you to win. Uh, then it adds two ships on top, then two ships on the side, and then two ships on this, and two ships on that. And it just sort of feels... I mean, it's brutal, it's hard, but I don't know that that really made it a whole lot of fun for me. I, I sort of think is... I mean, if you, if I had to do a comparison, it's a bit like the Horde mode, but on a shmup. There you go, do you see what I did there? Yeah, sort of shmup. Do you understand what I mean? Because it sort of starts off with one, and then it sort of keeps yeah. on increasing, and can you get through the next one? Right, right. And that's how I viewed it. I, I, I was actually quite impressed with it. You know, it's not something that I'd normally play, but I, I thought it was quite... And especially when I played it the second time, and it was totally different and you know, than the first time I played it, you know? And, yeah. you know, there was homing missiles on the second one, which was a bit... Right, right. Pew, pew, pew! Yeah, yeah, it did all... That's a cool technique. I mean, you know, props to him for adding that random element in. Yeah, no, I quite, I quite liked it. And for 80 points, you know, I don't think you can go far wrong if you like a bit of shmup action. There you go, and and obviously the the Glados or Glados, however you found, you know the little she's hot. She's yeah. kind of a far cry from Glados. I mean, it's no, a but similar it's, it's an interesting approach. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, by the way, I just found something out uh, while I was looking up Glados. Do you know what it stands for, Glados? Uh, oh yeah, it is. A, it's an acronym of something. It is. It is uh, something operating system. Almost. Ooh, the OS so is something operating system. It is. It's genetic life form and disc operating system. 
So yes. there you go. I never knew that until now. So what yeah. did you think, Chinny? Um, yeah, I I uh, I thought it looked the polish and stuff. You know, the the graphics, the sound, all very well done. Controls very nice. I quite like the because I mean we've played shmups before, um, but there's not many shoot 'em ups where they're you know you control the firing with the actual right stick like a twin stick shooter. So I was like, oh, I like I like that kind of thing because it's it's a side scrolling shooter, but it's a twin stick. Trying yeah. to shoot a mechanism, I thought I liked that. I thought that was good, and then I, I soon realised that it was—it's just like one big boss fight, and you know the whole point of the game is that you will never ever win. Um, I—I I like, I get it, you know, I get the humour of it, but without some kind of goal, I don't want to play it. You know what I mean? Like at least with horde mode, uh, there's you, you reach level fifty and you get like an achievement or something. There's there's an end. Right, and I, I mean, in the arcade oh, days, in the arcade days, this would have been fine. I thought that, like, you know, it's, yeah. But it's what's another... what's the difference between that and Geometry Wars, where you have to survive as long as you can and score as many points as possible? Because you can score points. Oh, yeah, yeah, but you score points in this. You score points yeah, if it goes on a global leaderboard. Yeah. That's a, yeah, um, that's yeah. a good point. But like again, with Geometry Wars, a lot of people bought that, and I don't know how many people was going to buy this. So, uh, you know, again, yeah, you would do it for points, you're right. So yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know, I just. I just thought that the shoot mechanic was quite good and it was really well done. But I, I kind of wanted a little bit more, and I, I, I did get that. It's just that's the point of it. It's just a boss fight. Yeah. Um. But I thought because it was so well done, I did want a little bit more. I wanted some normal structured levels. But you know that that's just like kind of my my peevance with it. Um. I, but other I, I thought it was all right. I thought it was enjoyable. Uh, not something that I could like invest a lot of time into. But. You know, it's 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 eighty Microsoft points. Yeah, it's a pound. Yeah, it's, <laughs> well, it's not even that. It's like not even two p. Yeah, something. Um, so can't yeah, complain I, for the, I, I for mean, the cost I, of a packet of crisps. Can I you? appreciate <laughs> the humor. I appreciate the humor of it, and I appreciate the, the the level of polish that's in the game. I, I really think that the they've done a lot there. You know, they could have done it a lot simpler. You know, simpler graphics and stuff. Um, I think there's some potential there, but I just I think it needed something else, you know, something more than points, something something else, you know. I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure. Um, bacon. But it's, it needed bacon. It needed bacon. <laughs> it needed bacon. It needed bacon. <laughs> uh, you will die or get bacon. That's what the screen name. You know, yeah, no. It's, it's all right. It's not bad. It's, it's not, not a bad game. I, I think for eighty points, you can't. You know, you can't complain, can you? I'll shake the man. So whoever made it, I'll shake his hand. Yeah, I think he did a good job. And and it'd be maybe interesting to see what else he comes up with or that development team comes out with because you know from this, you know, they may go on to make something a lot better. But it's not bad. That's not saying it's no, bad. It's no, just, no, 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 no. Like, there's something there. There's definitely something there that like I think he just needs to tap into it a little bit more. But I like the random generated, you know, boss fight. That's kind of cool. There's no yeah. reason you couldn't take that same concept and apply it to sort of, you know, grunt type ships. And then you put in, okay, so here's a wave of ten different kinds yeah. of grunt type ships that yeah. are all randomly generated. And then you have the boss fight. I think that would be. But then, but then I suppose on the flip side of that, then you would just say it's like every other shmup that's on there, isn't it? And that's oh, why yeah. it's different. That's what makes it what unique, the isn't you it? Face are. I mean, Galaga, you know, it's going to be the same ships that attack you every round. But it's almost but if like randomly generated that adds some, something. Yeah, I suppose. It. But it's almost like a back to front boss fight, isn't it? Because it starts off small and gradually gets bigger and bigger and bigger. I think, I think we all agree that it's 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 a it's a good game, but I think it's missing something. But we all don't know what it is. But I definitely um, recommend people to have a look at this because it is an yeah, interesting yeah. concept. It yeah, definitely yeah. is. And if you've got a spare eighty points, it might be worth a punt. It's, uh, it's my definition of zombies. Zombies. Yeah. Uh, zombies are supposed to represent death. Yeah. And this game represents death. 
Yeah, you're going to die. You will die. You will die. It is inevitable. Doesn't matter how fast or how slow, you will die. Yeah, Yeah. I like that. I like that. I thought it was okay. Okay, moving on. Yes. um, Yeah, they were on GameSpot. Uh, So this isn't elite footage uh, going to Bioshock 2. This hasn't been leaked on the internet or anything like that. This was uh, they did a, a bit of a demo for GameSpot, and it was about twelve minutes of the game uh, near the beginning, near the beginning of the game. Yeah. Um, have you have you guys actually had a look at this or seen it? I looked a little bit at it. Yeah. No, I haven't seen. No, no, I have saw some gameplay, but not this particular stuff. That it's a it's a long segment. He does do a bit of talking, you know, talks through what's happening in the game. It it doesn't look a hell of a lot different to the first one. Well, I have you know. to say. Oh, yeah. So, did they explain any of the story element? Like, not really. You... No, no, it didn't give away any story. But it did give away some of the new stuff that it does, which was there's there's quite a cool. You get a new weapon that's like a hack tool. It's a bit like a little gun, yeah. and you basically shoot the robots. Yeah. So rather than having to go up to them, you can actually shoot them into it. Say there's a room with splices in, you yeah. can shoot into the turret from the other room and hack it without them knowing, and then obviously the gun starts shooting at them. Right. So you can do some cool stuff like that. Um, the weapons, you know, look pretty much the same as they did before. So no big, huge differences there. No. He showed fighting a, you know, another big daddy in the game. See, that's what I don't get. Why would you be fighting another big daddy? You get, you get the little sister off him. So basically, you, you fight the little, okay. you know, so you fight the big daddy, and then you can adopt the little sister, which gets you a. Which gets you the Adam, so you can so you basically carry her around, and you have to you know basically suck the Adam out of two bodies to get you enough for an upgrade. Gotcha. So that's how that works. And then when and you've is done this that, again with the moral choices, good or evil, you no, suck them well, out, or you yes, yes, and no. You can either you can harvest them when you first go back to the little sister once you've killed the big daddy, right. or you can you can adopt them. So you're given the choice there, oh. but. But then once once you've actually got the Adam you want, you can then get another choice to either harvest or set them free. Uh, set them free at that point. Mm. So you sort of, but you only do once you've done the two bodies. You have to let them go so they don't stay with you. So you the have only a trail of little girls. It's bedtime for Mister Bubbles. Yeah. Now shut the hell up. But what's interesting that that in itself is like a mini horde mode. So basically what happens is when you when you harve- when she's harvesting the Adam you have to protect her and suddenly all these splices come from every direction and well, you that have was in to- the first one wasn't it she was like fixing up something no because you- no no that wasn't in the no first there was one. something at the end of the first one where you're yeah, following he's right. around he's right yes yeah but that's obviously what happens every time so you sort of have to fight off all the splices while she's harvesting the Adam. I on your remember that now. being one of my least favorite things in the whole game. Yes, you're going to have to so do this. So that's a major part of the new one, huh? Yes, looks that way. Oh, boy. Looks that way. You know, and they've sort of done it like it. Like, say, like, it's like a little mini horde mode. And you so all these splices just keep appearing until she's got the meter filled up to where it needs Not to be. Not every game needs a horde mode, people. I know. They've, at least they've tried to build it into the game as opposed to a separate thing. Well. <laughs> you know. But it's interesting, you know. So, that, so now it's a mandatory horde mode. Oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> and then what's it? She's pick up and pop her back on your shoulder. And I don't know. I don't know what it is about this game. I'm just. I'm not excited. I love the first one. Not excited about the second one at all. I don't. I don't know. See, for me, that's because for me, I don't know. Like I, I look at the first one as being such a unique, yeah. specific thing. That it feels like they're tacking it on. It feels like they're just sort of doing yeah, it for the Yeah, they're squeezing it. They're squeezing it. We can it. make more money off of this, so we yeah. will. But yeah. it's, a bit, it's a bit like your favorite films, though, isn't it? You know, it's like The Matrix. Oh, yeah. Right? The first so, yeah. Was, well, 
they do the second one, it's a bit more of the same. But, it, but once, once you've got over that initial uniqueness of the first one, the second yeah. one is like, I've seen it now. Yeah, but but this isn't a movie podcast, so we won't talk about it now. But no, no, there's but more to it mean. than that. I know what you mean, though. You understand what uh, I mean? There's, there's not, I there's not many. There's, okay, second Terminator movie is brilliant. The third yeah. one sucks. Donkey eggs. I was just going to say, look, there's not many Godfather 2s, is there? Where the second yeah, one's better than the first. Yeah, so, <laughs> there's not many of those. There's there's more of, like, the second one. The, the shock has gone, right? Yeah, so, yeah. with the Matrix, I mean, even Dooku lugs the second and third ones and stuff. Uh, the, the shock has gone. That, that yeah, world, it is. That, it's true. Like, you're like, wow, what is this world? How do you now? take it in some interesting new yeah, direction? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that, I mean, because Rapture was so uh, immersive and you was like, whoa, this place is crazy. And then yeah. you look at it again, you go, like, I've been there. I've done that. Right. And why do I want to do it as a big daddy? Now, like, I mean, there is a possibility that they might build on the story in a way that, you know, yeah. like Terminator 2 does a good job of sort of taking that basic idea, but then adding a different layer, looking at it from a different perspective. It might be the case that they're doing that here, but I don't have my hopes up. And you have two characters again talking to you. You have a woman, though. <laughs> yeah, there's Tenen Brahm. Uh, Tenen Brahm, who was in, obviously, in the first game. Um, and this is all prequel. This is before the timeline. No, of the... this is seven no, years no, after. This is, after. This is, this is seven years yeah, she's seven years after. The multiplayer. Oh, the, 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 multiplayer the multiplayer is a year before yeah. Bioshock 1. Oh, the, that's where I was going. The, the single player is seven years after. Seven years after. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I've been listening to the multiplayer stuff. I mean, on the Major Nelson thing, when he was talking about, uh, you know, uh, Bioshock and stuff, and I've read, I've read uh, a Q&A on it as well, and I, I just... You know, the plasmids and stuff, they all kind of look cool, and you can freeze doors and then do all sorts of weird things with plasmids. I don't kind know. Like I, just, I just don't I just don't think that this game is going to be something that I'm going to be talking about in 10 years, where Bioshock 1 completely was. You know, it was like, you know, Bioshock, if you've never played Bioshock, you've got to play Bioshock. It's one of the best things of on the 360 or whatever. It's, I don't think 2 is going to be there. I, I, I'm, I'm scared that 2 is going to be the one where, yeah, number 1's great, don't play 2 though. You know? Uh, just, uh, I hope I'm wrong, I really do, but there's nothing about this game that interests me at all. Yeah, I mean, I'll only finish by saying, and I've said this before, you know, Ken Levine's obviously not involved with this game. Yeah. It's like it's like having Giza where we know Cliff Blazinski. It's like having Fable without, you know, Peter Molyneux. It's like having Half-Life with no Gabe Newell, you know what I mean? And that's that's my biggest concern with it is, you know, the person who obviously drove it forward and had that vision on the first game yeah. just involved there in the second. There was a big hoorah when, when God of War 3 was coming out. Well, not it's still coming out, but when when uh, that was just kind of being announced and stuff, uh, the guy who did was the lead designer on 1 and 2 left and everyone was worried that 3 would suffer and stuff. And no one's really mentioned it since seeing the game because everyone thinks, well, yep, that looks awesome. So, you know, it's not always rain, raining. No, I don't always. disagree with that. But what I would say is God of War isn't really known for its stories, is it? You know, whereas something oh. like Bioshock is all about the story. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's the biggest difference, I would have said. Yeah. Yeah, you that's know, right. Something like that. You know, an action game, as long as you've got good programmers, you know, who can do what they need to do, then it's not as important. Sure, it's a bit more narrative. complicated than that. Too, yeah, yeah, uh, you understand what I mean. It's all about the narrative and the vision and the story, yeah, isn't yeah. Bioshock? Well, like Casey, Casey Hudson, who works for Bioware, he, he's the, he is the uh, kind of head guy on Mass Effect. He, yeah. he makes sure that it keeps that look and everything you that feels like Mass Effect, it's all him. You know? Yeah. So. I don't think, I mean, watching it, right, it doesn't look like it doesn't feel like Bioshock. It just feels more of the same. Yeah. You know, and, and I watched 12 cool. minutes. Yeah. 
It just feels like more of the same. Okay, let's move on. Yeah, um, yeah let's just quickly talk about the earnings of indie games, seeing as we always mention them. Oh, right, yeah, indie yeah. games. Yeah, interesting. interesting. Yeah. So, the, so what they basically said, you know, the, the actual amount they make ranges from about $21,000 up to the most profitable, which is $129,000. Wait, wait, $21,000 is the minimum? Like, this is, you're guaranteed to earn this if you make no. an indie game? No, oh, So it ranges from zero yeah. to... Whatever it is. But the average sort of, you know, revenue for a decent game, I suppose, is how to look oh. at it. But oh. yeah, up to $129,500. Now, I don't know whether you've looked at this story, but... Yeah, yeah, that was Massage Parlor, right? Yeah, well, I was going to say, have you any ideas what made the most revenue? <laughs> well, yeah, it's going to be the stupid games, isn't it? Yeah. You think? Uh, assistant. It wasn't. Do you know what made was the... the RC playing thing? Ursim. Yeah. Yeah. That was number one. Really? Yeah, that, that was number yeah. one for weeks. Why? It, I don't know. It's, it's terrible. Have you played it? <laughs> it's not. No, it's not terrible. I haven't but played it. I don't know. It's just boring. I don't know why anyone would like yeah. to play it's it. It's like on The Simpsons. Perfectly level flying is the ultimate challenge of the remote control air pilot. Well, maybe that, <laughs> give me maybe, that. Make it crash, Mel. <laughs> maybe that is what it is. I have no idea. <laughs> but Nerds that is that equates to eighty thousand pounds they made on that, which isn't a bad do, is it? Really? How much? How much? Eighty thousand pounds. And all they did was copy and paste a flight sim, and it was like yeah, a little red open. And the flight sim, the camera at least the camera follows the plane. You just you look <laughs> as a perspective from from the ground, so it looks like you're actually flying a remote control plane. It's ridiculous. <laughs> now it didn't it didn't sell the most though. It made the most money, but it didn't sell the most. So it made the most money because obviously it was quite an expensive game. It How wasn't. How much did it cost? I think when it, when we when we first started looking at indie games, I think that was one of the either eight hundred point ones or one. Of, it was one of the more expensive ones on there. Yeah. Like, you know, at least four hundred. It was at least four or five hundred points. It wasn't cheap. I don't know how much it is now since all the price drops, but it was it was quite an expensive one. Um, but yeah, the, any ideas what made what actually sold the most number of games? Massage parlor. Whatever. <laughs> no, no. It was, it was. of course, I made a game with zombies in it. Oh, yeah. Yay, good. good for him. Now, yeah. bear in mind, this game only sold for 80 points. So it's yeah. only an 80-point game. It was downloaded 160,000 times and made $112,000. Yep. So, you know, that... You can't. Sure, he's doing all right. He's not doing too shabby. He's not too. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad he's got some. Maybe he can do take that money now and, uh, you know, make something on Xbox Live Arcade. It's the same guy that does. Uh, you tell me, Stu. What does he do? What's... He did uh, the dishwasher. That's right. There, there you go. And, and that other that game. Said he two K whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. He's obviously got the knack of it. You know, he's uh, he's found his little niche in the in the market, and he knows what to do and. I think he's full of good ideas, that guy. Yeah, I think he's... Uh, yeah, ZP2K9, I even got it right. How impressive is that? Hey, you're the man. Yes, you're awesome, Stu. Well yeah. done. I know. But yeah, so, I mean, you can't sniff at that, can you? So, we, you know, we might think these games don't make a hell of a lot of money, but, you know, the good ones obviously do, you know. Oh, well, apart from well, RC. and the crap uh, ones apparently do. Yeah, apart from RC. Uh, but the funniest thing, Massage isn't mentioned, but it, it probably is in the top 20. because they're too embarrassed. Yeah, probably in the top <laughs> So yeah, so I, I thought that was quite interesting to you know to note that these games yeah. are making some money. So I'm making... sorry, tell me again, how much did the zombie game make? Uh, one hundred and twelve thousand dollars. I made there. a game that grossed one hundred twelve thousand dollars. Does it tell you how many? Was it Weapons of Fate? Was it that guy? 
No, that's not, it's only. I think they've only highlighted the ones that it's on um, Eurogamer. So oh, I think right. they've just highlighted a few of the, you know, the ones that made the cash. So it's yeah, interesting. I'm sure the listeners are all wondering, how did uh, the murderer's dream do? <laughs> I don't think that one's on here. <laughs> that surely is going to be in the top ten. What are you talking about? But it is interesting, you know, that obviously people do go and look at the indie games, even though sometimes you perceive that they don't, you know. But I made a game with zombies, I think, did did do that. What's interesting, I would imagine, potentially, he made more money off that than he did off Dishwasher. But not Yeah, but Dishwasher got him noticed, though, you know. It did, but I would imagine he made more money on this than he did, you know, on full, you know, for people buying Dishwasher off the uh, off the arcade. Quite possibly. There's definitely a, a balancing act to be made between cheap game versus yeah. high quality, yeah. you know. Yeah, it's quantity versus quality, I suppose. Mind you, it's good quality, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, let's oh, move on. Let's move on. See, I'm doing quite well here. Keep moving it. Keep moving, DC. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've got I've got a little bit of news for uh, this one. This one goes all the way to Adrocki. This one does. Oh my God! Is it about Shinobi? No, but you know, you know. Obviously, we talked about the Blue Toad murder files. Mm-hmm. Blue Toad. I remember that. Yeah, and I know I felt it was a little bit overpriced for what you got because there was no replayability at all once you'd done the puzzles in the game. Yeah. Well, they've now announced that the next episode, episode three, will be released on the 25th of Feb. And do you know how much it's going to be? 700 million points. Nope, it's going to be free. <laughs> going to be free. Yeah. The last three episodes will be 9.99. So they're so going to hook get... you with the free one and then jack up the price. Well, they won't hook you with the free one because you've got to buy the first two. But I think they sort of... Well, this is this was interesting. Okay. String you along. Yeah. And th- this is this is what one of their statements was, you know, after, when they announced this. Okay. We've had great reviews and feedback for the content and quality of Blue Toad, but we would be arrogant to overlook people's concerns about the cost and replayability of an episode. As a publisher of Blue Toad, we had the opportunity to tackle one of these issues immediately, and I'm thrilled that we've decided to take this brave step to address it. So that's what they're saying. So they're sort of admitting maybe it was a bit overpriced, so we're going to give it you for free on the next and one. they're patting themselves on the back for how brave they are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aren't we brilliant and brave and I, I think to a certain extent they were probably a bit worried that people are just going to not buy it, you know, and not buy well, the, yeah. other, the others anyway, because it's, you know, when you work it out in your head, it's like £40 or whatever. It's like, mm, yeah, throw the dog a bone, man. So, yeah, I think this is a good move, and I, and I sort of do admire them for being, you know, it is sort of a brave move in a way, because, you know, they're not going to make any money on the next episode, but, you know, maybe they're being a little bit sensible as well. Yeah, as it is sensible. So I'll be getting it anyway. I'll definitely get it. And, well, and obviously, it's free, why not? And I may get it. I, I may have the first part, but I'll get it anyway. I want it free. I may get the last last free for free or whatever. Why, why would you get the last three for free? No, you don't. It's nine pounds, but it's three pound an episode, isn't it? So it's a bit cheaper. Yeah, it's more like it should have been priced up. Right. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, let's move on. See, we're doing well. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, what I'd like to uh, move on just just quickly. Um, before we talk about the iPad, because I know that's going to take maybe a, a little. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, going to take more than five seconds to talk about the iPod, maybe or iPad, or the hell it's called. Uh, but yeah, Metro Twenty Thirty Three is arriving. Confirmed release date for wow. the nineteenth of March. That yeah. is so out. close. Yeah, nineteenth of March for that. Oh, you brass clock. Yeah, yeah, but not in English, is it? I don't know. No. What's know, quite like, cool? Another language, you lazy son. <laughs> yeah, What's really? quite cool? What's quite cool? You can actually what they've decided to do because of a few uh, fans or forums have, have asked them to do this. 
Uh, but they're going to release the game with the Russian dialogue with English subtitles. Bullshit. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So if you want to play the game with the Russian, the original Russian, you can do, and it'll just have English subtitles on it. It's just me going, Bush. <laughs> but apparently, <laughs> apparently people who have played it... It doesn't mean anything. This is somebody <laughs> just talking off the top of his mouth. But apparently people who played it said it definitely adds, adds extra atmosphere and makes, yeah, it, it, makes it more creepy. You know, some guy whispering in Russian to you while you're walking I was, along this dark. I was, uh, I was around my... It was my Auntie Norma's birthday. This does relate to what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> and I went, you know, she's... She's uh she's she's, a she's been around Russian woman. Well, yeah, she, she's Russian. No, she um she's been around my auntie Norma, and um she decided to get some photos out, as you know as old women do. And uh, she uh she was showing uh, my girlfriend some photos of me when I was little, and then she came across the the ones when she went to to Russia. All right, and I was like, oh yeah, you went to Mas- Moscow and Saint Petersburg, and she went yeah yeah, and she showed me the pictures of. The underground, the uh, metro system. Oh, nice. Underground, and I was like, "Oh, there's a game that's like set in this, in this, in this metro." The goes, "Is a game set there?" And I went, yeah. And, it's but, telling my story. What, that underground, yeah. I've seen actual pictures of that underground. Looks nicer than any castle or anything I've seen in England. It's so <laughs> nice under there, and awesome. there's like chandeliers under there, and like really yeah. nice art on the walls. So, and obviously this is all set in the future and it's post-apocalyptic. So, I'd be curious to kind of like match these photos up in my head to with how the game looks. And I'm really so. What excited. you're saying is, you know the truth about the Moscow Underground, yeah. and you're gonna make I've sure there, that they're man. not screwing I've seen it there. up. Yeah. I've been there, man. I, well, I've seen <laughs> photos, but I've been there, man. <laughs> No, I just thought it was interesting. I've, I've got yeah, this thing, though. I, I you have an insider perspective. I don't think it'll be quite as nice somehow. When it's no, no. Well, the world has ended. All blown up. And I've been to Washington, D.C. It doesn't look anything like this Fallout 3 game. <laughs> White House hasn't been blown up. I mean, the, the last thing I will quickly say about this before we, we move on is that, you know, you've never, neither of you two have ever played Stalker, have you? So you never no. see it on the PC. I saw those stupid pictures of the people doing cosplay with it. Yeah, they are funny. Always bugged me about playing Stalker because it's such a game. But I, I, I just say the same thing. I tell anybody Blitzy. who plays PC it's a games. Test, but it's cool. No, I say the same thing. Anybody who plays PC games, it's a dead format. Why would I waste my time? You know. <laughs> It is cool. It is cool. But what I was going to say is the retention to detail in that game of of around Chernobyl. You know, they they spent a lot of time ensuring it looked exactly like yeah, yeah. like the area. And that's why everybody on the development team is slowly dying. Of <laughs> yeah. Cancer. So they did spend a lot of time looking at photos and trying to make it look exactly the same. So it wouldn't surprise me if the same. You know, Russians maybe have a good attention to detail. So it wouldn't surprise me if maybe they've done the similar on the. I'm, I'm sort of uh, no, Dostoevsky, optimistic. Tolstoy. They have good attention. To I am. I am optimistic for this game. You know, I think it's one of those that's pretty much under the radar, but might turn out to be maybe good. It ain't under our radar, baby. Well, no, it isn't, but it doesn't mean to I say it's I was shocked that it's coming out so soon. I was like, yeah. oh, this might be in the fall, you know, a long time away. Uh, I'm excited for this. I'm more excited for this than Bioshock, and it does remind yeah. me of Bioshock Yeah, a I sort of am. You know, because it's, it's atmospheric, it's somewhere new, um, and it's like Instead a linear... Instead of Big Daddy's, you're fighting... Um... Sorry, Russia, if I'm offending you, but hey ho, <laughs> you're quite far away. What are you going to do? Yeah, uh, really. <laughs> so we control yeah. Afghanistan now, baby. Let's see you trying to take I'm, it from us. I'm, uh, I'm quite excited for uh, Metro. Yeah, kind of I thing. think it go, could go two ways. It could either be awful, another Bioshock, or it could be Legend. Yeah, yeah, you know, legendary, legendary. That's what I meant. That one. 
Yeah, it's still formerly, formerly known as the legendary box, but they changed it because Halo was called the legendary box. <laughs> there you go. So they changed. There you go. So yeah, I think it could be one or the other, and maybe nothing in between. You know, but I yeah. guess. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Okay, let's let's quickly get onto the iPad before we take a break and do oh, the. Oh God, let's not. Yeah, let's get onto the iPad. Okay, so the iPad, the iPad, the iPad has been finally announced. You know, I mean, we've had lots of pictures, and to be fair, it doesn't look dissimilar to the mocked-up pictures of what people thought it might look like. <laughs> You know, so let's have a quick. I mean, what what are your initial thoughts on it then? So go for it, Duke. What do you think? I think Apple's desperately trying to find something new they can shove down the tech market's throat. And whereas the iPhone succeeded beautifully, the iPad is flaccid and weak. It's going to crash and burn before it's even launched. There's nothing. I've heard no one say anything positive about this. Well, I have friends who are like every gadget that comes out, literally everything that comes out. They're like, "Ooh, check out this thing! It has a slightly different feature." I'm like, "Why did you spend another two hundred dollars on that? Because it can do this other thing that the first one couldn't." You're an idiot. But even them with the iPad, nope. Well, I've been thinking about this, and I thought of a, a way it could be used. Okay. Okay. As a doorstop? No, no, no. I was, I was thinking. Away? Virtual you board games. No, virtual board games. You know, at Christmas when the family's all around, you could virtual play Monopoly. Board games. You could play Monopoly on it. I'm gonna spend three hundred dollars on this thing. That's so an expensive Monopoly. investment there. Why don't you it's just like get an actual board game? Already. You know the best one to do? Get the freaking Monopoly board game out and play it. How many different ways do we need to pretend to not actually play Monopoly? You know, you know what the weirdest thing, right, about the iPad is? Is stupid. That, no, no. But what you said, right? You, you'll be able to get a key keyboard attachment for it, so you could use it like, you know. And then you'll be able to get a monitor attachment for it and a printer attachment. For but it. isn't that called a laptop? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Give me a break. And it's just like, uh, oh, right, okay. The, the the issue I've got with it is right. You know, the Aside the price it, is four hundred ninety nine dollars for the entry model, which the, is 16, the minimum. The, the, the basic sixteen gigabytes. So it's only got sixteen gigs of memory. Okay. And and it can't multitask, so you can't do more than one thing at once. Like you would be able. So to it's a man. It's a, it's basically a man. Yeah. So, yeah, it's basically a man. It's not really got that much. Much. It's got a one gigahertz A4 chip in it. Um, I, I just. What, what are they even proposing you would do with this? Exactly. I don't know what it's for. <laughs> he must have come out and said something. Here we have this new thing. What does yeah. it do? Uh, I mean, the only like... thing they have said it will support iWorks. So they're going to have iWorks on there with a new user interface. Um, but the games, I don't think it's got enough power to compete with anything else in its league because it's, it's still going to be basically apps on a bigger screen. With... It's a big, big iPhone that can't make phone calls. Well, the other, the other thing I don't quite understand is, right, okay, the, the, the thing with the iPhone or iPod Touch, if you play a game on there, you can hold it in your hands, it's really comfortable, you know, the touch controls work, and it's something that's portable you can carry around in your pocket. Where would you, you know, how do you use your thumbs to control something I've on something got, that big? I've got a use for this. Yeah. Shall yeah. I tell you, shall I go, tell you why? Go, go. Crashing people over the head and taking their wallets. No, no, no. Sometimes, some days, I just feel like, feeling like a giant. Right? <laughs> I just, some days, I, some days I go into a shop, Right, and I buy the extra big can of Red Bull, 
right? Some Isn't days, that pretending to be a very small person yeah, instead of a giant? I just want to go outside of my actual size. This is right. right. Some days I like to go into sneak into hotels and steal those mini soaps they have for the bathroom, so I can feel like I've got massive muscles. So. You know, just to freak, like, somebody out, I want to, like, you know, just reach behind a wall, grab an iPhone, somebody's watching me at a bus stop or something, and then just reach back and then grab this massive iPad and then for, to, freak, to freak out. That's the only reason <laughs> I can think that you would buy this piece of shit yeah, made exactly. by Apple who can also go fuck themselves because they <laughs> fucked over my video project that I've been working on for ages. I spent hours on it on my Mac and it fucking died and it says, I can't open file now. So Mac sucked my ball. Anybody uses yes. an iPhone, pretentious prick. Yes. I mean, the only thing, I mean, I'd like to pick up on a point that uh, CP Matthew has made on the 035s. And, and basically, <sighs> he's read something from IGN where yeah. they're saying it would be excellent for uh, real time strategy games because of, <laughs> of the touch controls. So he would be able to, you know, work it really there's game, well. There's a game called Ruse coming out, and I. And, uh, that's uh, that was made for that mm, that table that Microsoft come up with. Yeah, yeah, the Surface. That's the thing. Uh-huh. Apple, I think, rushed this so they could try to beat the Surface, but it's not going to do half of the things that Surface is going to do. And as much as I hate to give Microsoft credit, like Surface looks like it's going to be the real deal, and this is just sort of some pretender. Yeah. Well, coming I think ahead Surface, of the pack. Surface is saying, look, this is not for everyone. This yeah. is not going to sell millions and millions, and it's going to be in every house. It's a niche thing. It's not. It's kind of weird, but it's cool, right? And I'm never going to want one. Uh, well, I, not that I don't want one. I'm never going to have one because I don't need one. Um, but it, you know, it, but it does look cool. And because they've done that, because they haven't bragged about oh, it's going to be the next best thing, you kind of quite like it. Where with the Apple iPad, it's kind of Apple go- going, hey, you know, remember us? We did the iPhone. Brilliant. Yeah. What's better? 20 times bigger. Brilliant. Yeah. And the Nintendo DS. Nintendo DS uh, XL. Nintendo are over there in Japan going, what? We did this with our DS. What's the fuss? But the difference is you can still hold that in your hands, you know, comfortably. (laughs) Just about. It's not that much bigger. That's going to be Apple's selling point. The iPad. You can't (laughs) hold it in your hand. (laughs) What I might do, because I'm, you know, I'm thinking about working out, you know what I mean? I might have one DS uh, extra large in my right hand. Have an iPad in my lap. I will lift them up. Oh, these portable devices. But yeah, I mean, just going back to Surface, you know, Microsoft actually do foresee that in everybody's home, but it will be built into your coffee table. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. it will be built into your countertop in your kitchen. I think, you know, I think their their plan for that is a little less immediate, though. Yeah, you know, they they yeah. don't expect that over the next year, couple of years. Something. They think, you know, they're thinking. Like, I mean, and Surface is just way cooler because, like, you know, I've seen demonstrations of Surface where you know you put your camera down and your pictures appear on it. Yeah, you know, it, it automatically yeah takes them off your camera and, and you can just move them around, manipulate them. There's you a know, similar thing to that as well, where I, I don't know if it was at CES or some kind of gadget show. I think it was, Have you ever watched the gadget show? Occasionally, um, I'm watching on, it on channel. There's a there's a program called the Gadget Show, dude. Can I? It's uh, it's on Channel Five in England. It's about very good. Yeah, basically just about all boys' toys and stuff. It's very cool. And I went to a show um, in Birmingham where they it's it's the gadget show and they just e- exhibition all these different kinds of stuff. And there's this surface, right? And it was just a desk. It was just a desk, and it looked like a desk. And the guy went, this is a desk. And I went, I know. All right. <laughs> and he got this phone, right? And he just put it on the desk. And he went, look at that phone. And I went, what? And it was charging. 
Yeah. Nice. The phone was charging. You put your laptop on there, charging. Wow. It's just a charging desk. You put your and cat it... on there, it electrocutes yeah. itself to death. <laughs> you put your cat on there, it says it's for dog. Everyone goes at one. <laughs> You know? <laughs> so it was it's it's it was pretty cool. And I think that's you know that that's kind of what the service is. It's it's a very forward thinking device where the iPad they think that next year everyone's gonna have an iPad. I don't think so. We just everybody's just bought iPhones, you know. Yeah, exactly. See I don't see I mean just quickly going back to that before we move on, I just don't see who it's aimed at or what, what would be the benefit of having that. You know, because you you know, I bought my wife a ten inch Notepad for Christmas. Oh, careful. Careful what you careful. say now. <laughs> 10-inch notepad. And that cost £199. It's got a 160-gig hard drive in it, a 2-gig processor. You know, it's just like, you know, 2 gigs of RAM. And obviously, it can do everything a normal PC can. Yeah. So why would you have this, which is double the price and doesn't do anything a normal PC can? I mean, if I want something like this, I'll buy a netbook. You know, you can buy a netbook for 250 yeah. quid or maybe a little less. Like and, and, quid and it'd be faster, more hard drive space. You could do more. You could browse the internet. What a boy. And there's a guy, and there's a guy um, taking them to court as well or lodged, lodged a complaint against Apple. Because when the when you see the demo videos of it, it shows Flash working on it, which right. obviously it doesn't because they never support Flash. Oh. And uh, yeah, so he's saying the misleading, you know, consumers by showing that in the demos of it that he has Flash working because it doesn't. And and that I mean they're never ever going to support Flash, are they? I mean Apple products just won't do that uh, because obviously you could play tons and tons and tons of games for free. Yeah. So they just wouldn't do it, you know. Yeah. They wouldn't want you doing that. Who really cares? Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I'm with you. I just, you know, eh. Yeah, I feel a I bit like that. can't be bothered, I'm sorry. I'm definitely not buying one anyway, that's for certain. No. That is And I'm just on the final note, one of the guys on the, <laughs> on the site said, or on the 035s, that you could do a modern version of Dom Jolly. Uh, doing. Oh, your... yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah DC. Yeah, Tom Jolly was a, a guy in a show called Trigger Happy TV, and he, he one of his sketches where he, he used to do a lot on the street, you know, like the kind of stuff where he would make a fool of himself in public, Duke, and everyone yeah. would react to him, and that would be kind of the show, like a three non-blonde thing. And uh, he, he had a big phone, and he would shout hello in a cinema or something, and he got a big laugh out of that. It was it was to you know represent the yuppies in the eighties who had the biggest mobile phones you'd ever seen, yeah. and they would draw attention to themselves to sort of say, "Look at me with my big mobile phone." Mm-hmm. So basically, you could do that with your giant. Imagine iPhone. somebody whipping that out <laughs> in the train, just like, "Oh, it is." Mind you, it hasn't even got a phone on it, so it's not even useful for that. Okay, let's uh, let's take a quick break, yes. um, and we have got another musical interlude, I believe. Yes, we do. Provided by. It's from the same album as the Pac-Man. Fever. Who'd have known? Who'd oh, have yeah. known? How many? How many tracks are on it, by the way? I think there's like ten. So oh, I'll have of these. Well, we're more right for ten weeks, at least for the next ten shows. Okay, right. so so let's uh, play that, and then when we come back, it's uh, quiz time this week. Hopefully, it'll uh, stay in the show with you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yep.
Fantastic. I've got to yes. say, now that, that I've, can I just ask, was that a vinyl record that you just transferred to your hard drive? Uh, no, well, I got that off the internet. It might have been someone doing it from a vinyl record, but... Uh, I thought it was you, you see. I was going to say kudos to you for, you know, having something so old. Oh, no, no, no. It's I'm getting these from the internet. They're they're out there. Uh, very good. We like but it. Yeah, it's like classic. Donkey Kong. What can I say? Donkey Kong. I don't think I quite liked it quite as much as last week's, but, you know... Well, no, that was the second single, and the uh, the first one is... Uh, the you know Pac-Man Fever was like a big hit, and this one was eh, not nearly as much. It was still good. It was still good. Yeah, it was still fun. quality. We like that. We like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it's uh, yeah. Let's are we going to try the quiz this week and see if yeah. we can actually keep it in the show? Would be good. That's right. Keep it I in know it show. wasn't your fault. It was no big deal. You know? Yeah, a technical thing. Yeah, computers. Yeah, cock yep. it up. Yeah, so. Steve, just let me uh, just put in before we start the quiz. Yep. Yes. Uh. uh I just wanted to say, I'm doing an article on the, the site, you know, the veterangamers.co.uk. Yeah. Check it out. That's, a good, that's a good website. People yeah, it's go nice. It. Yeah. nice. Yeah. Very good. Um, just did a thing about January. January is done, people. Uh, right. And it is done. We're here in February with the Valentines and all that crap. Um, oh. But I... I'm doing a January in review. So I'm just going to give you a list of games, and I want you guys to guess um, which one came top and which one came bottom. For the full list, people could actually go to the website, use their internet browser, and type in veterangamers.co.uk. That's gamers with an S. Don't go to the non-plural one, because that's terrible. Um, So here's the list of games. You ready, guys? Yes. Yep. Mass Effect 2. Vancouver 2010, that's the Winter Olympics game. Dark Void, Silent Hill, Shattered Memories for the Wii. Mag, No More Heroes, Bayonetta, Darksiders, Army of Two, The 40th Day, and that's it, I think. Did I say No More Heroes too? You did. Yes, yep. you did. Okay, that's pretty much it, excluding arcade games. And so what have we got to go off? Number of sales or money made? Well, um, sorry, yeah. We've got to go off uh, Metacritic score. So which one scored the top in Metacritic? Which one scored the bottom? Mass Effect 2. two. Top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Follow, yeah. I would have said followed closely by Bayonetta. I would have said we'll be snapping. Well, you'd have to go to the site to check that out when I do eventually ah, get ranked. Okay. When, this, when this podcast goes up and hits the internet, it'll, it'll and be And I, I would have a hazard a guess at the lowest being Army of 240th Day. That's the no. one I want to be the case. No. No. Oh, no. So say it uh, again. Oh, no the other rubbish ones. Well, no, yeah, no, so, uh, Darksiders, No More Heroes 2, Silent Hill, Mag, Dark Void, Vancouver 2010. Vancouver 2010, because I've never heard of it. It's Yeah, correct. It's made by Sega. It's the <laughs> official Winter Olympics game, and it scored yeah. 56. Yeah, I don't think those games ever do as well as they hope they will. No, but my You fr- know, track idiot... and field was a beautiful thing, but ever since then... It's like... my, my idiot friend, Ben85, uh, uh, always loves them, because even though they're terrible, he openly admits they're terrible, but he still wasn't. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right, let's, let's do this quiz thing. All right, here comes the theme music! Good evening, and welcome to the Gamer Raiders. I'm your host, Duke Scan, and we've got some more fantastic questions ready for you, as always. Hopefully, we won't have any technical glitches happen last week, but that's okay. No worries. Everybody makes mistakes. Even computers. So, here we go. First round. Everybody ready? In the red corner, we have Stu. Yay! And in the blue corner, we have Ginny. Yay! 
All right. First round right. is Where's Dome, son? This is general uh, questions about video games, and we'll do them in alternating order. So the odd ones are going to go to Stu. The even ones are going to go to Chinny. Are you ready, Mr. Stu? I am ready. Okay. Question number one. Which three people founded BioWare in 1995? Is that, is that I don't get any choices or nothing? Oh, you don't need choices. This is easy. How is that even remotely It's easy? a piece of cake. Just answer the question. That is ridiculous, Duke. No. What? I'm, it's not ridiculous. All right, just answer it to you. I don't know. I have no idea. Did you... All right. Well, maybe you shouldn't have lost the quiz from last week then. Chinny, let's move on to your question. Number right. one for Chinny. Who played violin for the soundtrack of Modern Warfare 2? Oh, that's uh, Noah Sarota. What? Well done, Chinny. Very yeah. nice. Did I mention that these questions are all worth 20 points each? <laughs> okay, Stu, next question. Here we go. Mr. I lost the quiz, and I can't be bothered to save all this hard work that Duke did, despite the fact we can't replace it because the quiz, once they know the answers, suddenly that's just it. You can't oh, do it. I'm sorry. I'm going off again. I mean, next question. What's going Mr. on? Stu, who is the third name listed under additional development in the credits for Fear 2? You have five seconds. <laughs> Uh, John Smith. Chinny, your next question. When uh, Martin Robinson and the UK IGN crew finally got to play GTA 4 on the PC in October 2008, what resolution did they play it at? Everybody knows this. It's 1,920 by 1,200. <laughs> and you know what? Chinny's just got so many points that there's really no point continuing. So, we'll the winner. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to thank my mom, my dad, my bro. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Those were the fake questions. Oh, God, that was funny, though. I liked it. Yes. Not, <laughs> I was a little mad that when was, you lost the quiz. I didn't know what, what Duke said. You lost the quiz last week. And I did. put a lot of work in these quizzes. Because apparently he had too many videos on his computer, and that made it not record for some reason. Possibly not saved. No, it just didn't save properly. No, that's what you said. You recorded. said it was because you had so many videos. No, it recorded, but when I saved it, it didn't save properly. When it I was in, in the middle of editing it, yeah, it was oh, weird. Let's, let's carry on never with the real. So you made sure that there's room for this week's quiz. There is, though. and I've never had and that happen before. before. Did I say we've done 84 shows and that's never happened before? Yeah. Anyway, right. this is the real yeah. quiz now. The real okay. quiz. Okay. I don't okay. know these answers, Stu. I promise. I know, but that was funny. <laughs> I was like, "What? What sort of question is that?" Okay. No, no, no. The real first round is going to be lost and found, background sound, rewound. Okay. Uh, you remember how this works? Oh wait, the listeners won't. Um, I've got some sounds from uh, video games in the background, and video. we've reversed them. Put them in reverse. So you have to try to figure out what game it's from based only on the reversed audio. So, uh, it will be alternating back and forth. Odds are for Stu. Mr. Chin, if you would please play sound 1A. Stu, what game is that from? That is really tough. Um, Yeah, I think this is probably going to be harder than last week. That is really tough. Uh, can I hear it once more? Just a quick, just a quick once more. I should say for the record that these are all games you have played. So. Is that Half-Life 2? 
bursts out the gate with a point. So you oh, hit yeah. listen to what it actually sounds like, like a buzzcock style? Yep. Very good. Does that yeah. sound familiar? Is that it does. No, it did close? do. I mean, what was interesting, when I heard it the first time, I sort of recognized it. And then when I got it a second time, I definitely knew that it was that. So there you go. Well, there you go. There you go. All right. Number two is for Mr. Chinny. If you would, please play for yourself the 2A sound. Okay. What do you think, Jenny? Playing it again. Mass Effect. Whoa! That's right. Let's so hear close. I was so close to saying Modern Warfare 2. I don't know. Play it forward. Let's make sure it sounds sensible. Well done. Well yeah. done. To be fair, I have been on a three-day... Like, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, exactly. marathon of Mass Effect 1, so, yeah. No doubt. All right, quiet down, dog. All right, <laughs> here comes the next one. 3A is for Stu. Ah, hell's teeth, I do know that. Um, that's something I've, I think I've played quite recently as well. Is is that um, uh, Zelda? Twi- uh, Zelda Spirit Tracks. Yes, it is, and well done to you, sir. Do you want to hear it forward or? Yeah, no, we can do. Well, there you go. There it is. Well, you threw me because I thought it was going to be a 360 game at first, so that's why. No, you didn't. Carry on. All right. 4A for Mr. Chinny. Uh, I'm going to say Fahrenheit. Let's play it forward and see if you can figure it out. Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Nope. Zelda, Wind Waker. uh, Nope. I have no idea. Unless I've it's Professor Layton in the Diabolical oh. Box. I've oh. never played that. 
Oh, I thought you played that one. I'm no. sorry. I did a search for Professor Layton, and it was the first music that came up. Yeah, I never played that one. It's nice, My though. It's cool, it's cool music. I liked yeah. it. All right, next one. 5A is for Stu. Yeah, I think it's one of two, says, but I'm going to go with flower. Ah, Let's play it forward and see if we can't figure that out. No, do you know what? I would have still said it's flower. <laughs> yeah, yes. No, not a clue. Uh, it's a Fable 2. Oh, wow. wow. Really? It's a nice yeah, piece of music as well. I um, think it's it's one of the city overworld themes. I'm not oh, sure. Right. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. 6A for Chinny. Last one in this round. Hit it. Nope, nope, don't know what that one is. Can't even guess. I can't even guess at all. Alright, play it forward and let's see if it makes sense. Uh, Dead Spice? We never really talked about what would happen if you got it after it was No, I, d- I didn't think that point came. It's so. not for points, but you yeah. did get it right, so kudos cool. to you, sir. Yeah, right, it's not, of- not really recognizable music, though. That's the problem with Dead Yeah, Spice. it's true, and yeah. it, most of the time when you hear that, you're probably shouting yeah. out loud. Oh, my God, oh my God <laughs> get the hell off me! I think what's interesting, it makes you realize how much work goes into the music. Yeah. Some of them I are mean, really yeah, cool. no, no. They're yeah. all great pieces of music. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's true. All right. Next round is Where's Your Dome? As always, these questions come to us from Games Radar. So if you have problems with the questions, take it up with them, people. Um, I realize I didn't mark which one is the answer. Fortunately, I know which one is the answer. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, again, we will do sort of back and forth, odd and even. And then when we get done with these, we will move on to the Achievement Unlocked round, which Chinny came up with, but which I have stolen. So here we go. Question number one for Monsieur Stu. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. Very well, then. I'll ask all the questions with the French <laughs> accent. No, I won't. <laughs> what did Hiroshi Yamauchi do for a living before becoming president of Nintendo? A, delivered pizzas. B, ran a love hotel, which rented rooms by the hour. C, worked as a maid. Or D, danced on the street for spare change. I don't think they do that in Japan, dancing on the street thing. Japan's a weird place. Yeah, it is a weird place. I think he worked as a maid. Now, I'm afraid that's incorrect. Chinny, would you like to try to steal the point? I'd say pizzas because of the Italian reference with Mario. Uh, that's also incorrect. He ran a love hotel, which rented yeah. rooms oh, by the right. hour. All it's right. Just... Yay. All right. Hey, he's just gone up. Big kudos now. <laughs> yeah. Can't get enough of your love, baby. All right. Question number two is for Chinny. How many speeding tickets did the crew of Forza 2 collect during its creation? 
A, 0, B, 123, C, 41, or D, 69? Uh, I'd say 41. Wow, that's that is terrible. That was, yeah, that was a guess, though, because no, I thought, no. whatever the, the crazy number was, I thought that's too little. Zero, yeah. you can't bring up this question and it'd be zero, so it was just uh, 41. It might be, I mean, you know. But that's crazy. They're so it? careful. Crazy. 41. So, so they, got, they, they was just driving past because they made the game and they, on the way home, they was like, yeah. <laughs> What's you know? it? That's like me, I'm a race car. <laughs> that is mental. Yeah. Okay. All right, Stu, your next question. Which arcade game is... Oh, excuse me. All right. Which arcade game is generally considered to be the first to introduce an end-of-level boss fight? A, Phoenix, B, Dig Dug, C, Pitfall, or D, Donkey Kong? Phoenix. Yes, that's correct. Phoenix is the first one considered to be an end-of-level boss fight. All right, Shinny, next question, number four. Which game character was the first to appear as a statue at Madame Tussauds Wax Works? A, Mario, B, Lara Croft, C, Master Chief, or D, Leisure Suit Larry? That would be C, Master Chief. Um, do, I, do I get a point for being a geek? Here. <laughs> because it was it was it not at the Madame Two Swords in Las Vegas? Las Vegas, yeah, that's right. I, I'll take your word for that. I don't know. It is. Do right. your research. Yeah. <laughs> hey, my research starts and stops with going to GamesRadar.com. <laughs> God help me when I run out of all this information, man. You may have noticed that these questions are now coming to us from their list of video game first, and I think it's the last of three that I had to pull from. So I don't know what the hell I'm going to do next time. I have to make a quiz. All right. Okay. Next question is for Stu. What was the first fighting game to feature a secret character? Was it A, Street Fighter 2, B, Tekken, C, Soul Blade, or D, Mortal Kombat? Now, I've absolutely no idea because I've, I don't I'll really... I'll someone listening because they're screaming uh, at their iPod right now. And I'm, I'm sure Chini probably does as well because he played lots of fighting games. But I'm going to go with Mortal Kombat. <laughs> That's correct. Well done, sir. I don't know the name of the hidden character, but yeah, we he's a he uh, 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 reptile. Okay. There you go. Yeah, See, I was going to say that, actually. Rep- of course, reptile. Yes. All right, number six. Question Sheesh. for Chinny. <laughs> what was the first Nintendo console sold outside of Japan that did not feature the company's name as part of the trademark? A, GameCube. B, Wii. C, Game Boy. Or D, Super Nintendo. Game Boy? I'm afraid that's incorrect. Stu, would you like to try to steal the point? Was it the Super Nintendo? Oh, it's the Wii, I reckon, actually. It is the Wii, that's right. No way. No points, though. No No points points for Chinny or Stu. All right, uh, next question. Mr. Stu, you know that the game Breakout is a classic game of bouncing a ball up against the little squares and then hopefully you... Make them go away. There have been lots of clones of the game Breakout. There has been one that has been a sex-based Breakout clone. So what was it? Was it A, Swedish Erotica Bachelor Party on the Atari 2600? B, Naked Breakout on the DOS operating system? C, P, 
Penis Invasion on the Intellivision home games console. Or D, Leisure Suit Larry busting out on Windows 3.1. I think he's going to be Leisure Suit Larry. <laughs> That's incorrect. Chenny is about to try to steal the point. Uh, I'd say the DOS one. Naked Breakout. Yeah, that one. The answer is Swedish Erotica Bachelor Party on the Atari 2600. No. Go figure. There was actually well, a have, sexy game. There was one on the indie games. Not so long ago, they did one. Is that right? Mm. Well, there you go. Break out with breasts. And it was a uh, woman in her underwear when you saw it. Oh, downloading oh, now. <laughs> yeah. I think you got taken. Right. I think you got taken down. Okay. Oh, there you go. Next question. Chinny, number eight. What was the prototype title of the Sega Mega Drive, a.k.a. Sega Genesis? Was it A, the Sega Neptune, B, the Sega Game Box, C, the Sega MK1601, or D, the Sega Grass Pig Tractor Face? Let's say uh, Neptune. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Stu, would you like to try to steal the point? And what were the other two? What were the other uh, two? The other three possibilities ah. are the Sega Game Box, the Sega MK1601, or the Sega Grass Pig Tractor Face. Yeah, I don't think it's the last one. So I'm going to go with the game box. No, is it the MK? Bloody it was the MK1601. That was thank God I changed it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna get me a MK1601. All right, next question, number nine, Stu. Okay. True or false? The speeding up of enemies in Space Invaders, you know, they go a lot faster. Yep, 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 yep. Was added to make the game more difficult and get players to spend more quarters. True. No! Correct. It's actually false. It was an unintentional feature that resulted from a programming glitch, but the developers felt like, hey, that made it interesting, so they left it in. Ah, uh, did now. All right, Chinny, next question for you, number 10. True or false, Max Payne's face was originally modeled on the face of Mark Wahlberg, thus making him an easy choice for the actor in the movie. False. Yeah. It was originally modeled on the face of Sam Lake, who wrote the story and the script for Max Payne. So at the end of round two, the scores are all tied up. Stu has four, and so does Chinny. Wow. Yeah. It all comes down to achievement unlocked. Everybody ready for this? Yeah, all right. So here's the way this works. As Chinny explained a couple weeks ago, uh, we have found you some achievements that you have uh, unlocked. These are all in your gamer tag. So I'm going to read you the name of the achievement. If you can get it right just by the name, you'll get two points. Uh, If not, then I will read you the description of the achievement. If you get it at that point, you will get one point. Here we go. Number one is for Stu. The achievement is called... Hang on a second. The achievement is called Gumshoe. Is that from Condemned? No, it's not. Ah. The description is this. Find the third clue unraveling the mystery alone or with another ODST. Oh, what? it? Halo ODST. (laughs) Sort of. I'll let you revise your answer. Halo 3 ODST. (laughs) Yes, that's correct. Now, logic would demand that I give Chinny a a matching, simple question. So I think I have one. Chinny, your first achievement is called Colonel Sanderson. 
I don't know. Okay. The description is, kill seven chickens in under ten seconds in the hornet nest. Modern Warfare 2. Oh, so worse. You know, one minute then I thought he was going to say Fable 2. <laughs> I, I thought I had jinxed it by saying it was easy. Yeah, yeah I know. Did. That's not the thing. I was like, oh, no, if I get this wrong, I'm going to look like an idiot. <laughs> Okay, next one is for Stu. The achievement is called Couch Socialite. Is that from The Darkness? Oh, I thought I knew it. No, it's not. Damn it. Uh, The description is this. Play one box co-op for one hour. Play one box co-op? Yes. For one hour? I'm taking this from your gamer tag. Don't ask me what it means. (laughs) <laughs> play one box co-op for one hour. Yes. I have no idea. I really... uh, the points are gone, but would you like to take a guess, Jenny? Uh, I've always played this. I don't think so. I don't know. And now I should add, student didn't play it much. Ah, it's I, don't I, don't I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's from Viva Pinata, Trouble in Paradise. Ah, uh, do you know I didn't particularly like it as much as the first one. <laughs> well, that's the sense I got. Is that there's only like one or two achievements unlocked. Yeah, from your done the other one. Um, All right. Can yeah. I just explain why I thought it was a darkness? Just out of <laughs> interest. Because it, there's a part of the darkness where you have to snog your girlfriend on a couch watching the telly. Oh, that's true. Oh. Yeah. That's true. Well, there you that. go. There you Can't go. Get yeah. Ah yeah. oh, well. All right, next one is for Mr. Chinny, number four. Uh, the achievement is called Stylish Project. Uh, stylish Project. Yep. I don't know. Give me uh, the description. Yeah, give me the description. Okay, the description is... Uh, a million style shot points. Crazy. Style. Cool. Oh, it's Peggle. <laughs> yes, it is. Booyah. All, all right. Next one is for Stu. Uh, the achievement is called Gentlemanly Conduct. Gentlemanly Conduct. No. He's not springing out for anything, that. Alright, the description is Play a match without any of your players Receiving a card Oh, Uno I'm afraid that's incorrect No points, but Shane, would you like to guess? Uh I don't know Uh, I haven't got a clue Sensible world of soccer Oh, that's I've not played that. that <laughs> I'm kind of digging in through these. Yep. <laughs> All right. Next one for Chinny. Number six. Right. The achievement is called "You Just Need One Shot." Hmm. I feel like I should know this. Just need one shot. Why would you want one shot? One shot. One shot. Quantum of Solace. Yes. Yeah, that's correct. In the oh, yeah. Echo Hotel. You kill the driver of the car when it's driving out ah. at you. So you can do it with one shot. Yeah. All right, Stu, here we go. Number seven for you. The okay. achievement is called Bloodshot. That is... I'm going to go with Condemned 2. All right, it's coming down to the wire. How many, Last, how many questions are left? Like, There's one yeah. left. It's for Chinny. 
Yeah, and is it neck and neck or? No, he's one. You're one ahead, so you can't lose anyway. I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. Here's the achievement. Good you keeping tabs. I know. Of course. It's called Samurai. Uh, uh, can you give me the description, please? Yes, the description is raised all combat reflexes to master level. Combat reflexes, that sounds familiar. That sounds like Wolverine. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it was a fantastic quiz. We must give credit to both Stu and Shinny for doing very well in this quiz. At the end of it, however, Stu ends up with uh, seven points, and Shinny ended up with a total of nine, making him the winner. Yeah! Well well done, Shinny, but I've got to say I'm glad I lost last week's quiz because that was a bit closer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was. But, uh, yes, it was uh, a good struggle. Oh, by the way, lads, I've lost podcasts. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh... Oh, no, I have to do it again. No, i yeah. got a backup here. I'm recording it right now. It's all here. <laughs> Just in case. I don't hear nothing about nothing. Don't worry. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for that. It was a good quiz, you can. I do apologize for losing. And you it's did, okay. You it's, did totally not... get me at the beginning. I was like, what? <laughs> what you, what do you mean you need to tell me who came up with Bioware? Yeah, you shot. You're worthless. <laughs> it was funny. Very yeah. good. But, yeah. Yes, I deserved it. I deserved it. So that oh, is okay. Let's well, we're gonna the... <laughs> we're gonna do some quick shout outs. Uh, but yeah, thanks again for that, and thank you, Chini, for beating me yet again. No problem. And uh, yeah, but we've we've had an email, so I thought I'd get Chini to read this out because he does particularly like doing a certain voice for this person. So I thought it'd be nice for Chini to All read. Right, this yeah, email I'm out. do it in that voice. Yeah. Okay. I'm this is so. from Big Smooth. I just wanted to say that you guys have been doing a great job with your podcast as of late. Uh, I just dropped my cards that I've been shuffling your podcast. Uh, right. I enjoyed listening to you three and look forward to downloading the next show. You guys had a discussion about who, were, who has the sexiest voice on your show last week. And I have to say that's you. You do it for me. Although I can't understand what you say most of the time, I find the sounds coming out of your mouth pretty exciting. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> I also wanted to give Duke a big standing ovation for his rap song. I really did enjoy it, and I'd like to play it on my show. <laughs> so there would, that, would that be okay with you, Duke? I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> and also, Chinny and Stu... Keep doing British things and all that important <laughs> stuff. Don't believe the hype. Dig smooth out. Do you know what? Don't believe the hype. <laughs> the content of that email read in that voice was all kinds of wrong. Yeah, I love the sound <laughs> no, it was coming out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, do. Let's read it. Read it again with that music in the background. Go on, go on, do. <laughs> I'm really listening to the three of you, but you had a discussion about who had the sexiest voice on the show last week, and I, I have to say, oh, I have to say, Stu, oh, it's building up, uh, yeah, there you go, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for me, Stu, love the sounds out of your mouth, <laughs> uh, we love you, Smooth, thank you very much, James, this is for you, Big Smooth, yes, I love you too. You're a sexy guy. There you go. Yeah. Um, but yes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, and, yeah. Anyway. 
Anyway. Yeah, so that was very nice. Thank you very much for that, Big Smooth. We always like that. Yes. So let other you... people, suppose there are other people listening oh, yeah. who want to send an email to the show. How would they do it? Yeah, how would they do it, Ginny? I don't know. How would they do I don't know. <laughs> Podcast at veterangamers.co.uk, I guess. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Podcast. Podcast at veterangamers.co.uk. There you go. There you go. There it is. So shout-outs. Shout-outs. Duke, shout-outs tonight. Okay, I've got a couple. First of all, i got to shout-out XHunter669 from the Over 35s because he sent me these voice messages that I just can't explain. I should have recorded them, but it's tough for me to record from my TV to my computer. So I'll just sort of describe him. He's going on about, I challenge you to a trivia contest. <laughs> and I, I guess it's sort of resulting from our quiz on the show, but I have no idea like what he really means by that. So I wrote him back saying, like, what format would this take? And he sent back a message saying, it doesn't matter what the format is. I will destroy you. So I guess I have to face off with Hunter about some trivia contest, but I don't really know how cool. I should do that. So what he's saying is he wants to come on and we'll sort of do the quiz and he'll yeah. challenge you. I, I like that. Yes. I don't know. The guy's got a mic, I know that, because he's been on the shows before, hasn't well, he? I guess we should work it out then. Bring yeah, let's do now. this. Let's do this. Okay. Let's do You're it. on, Hunter. Oh, no. Bring it. <laughs> Although, to be fair, if he wants a challenge, he should be uh, battling against Ginny, I would have said, as opposed to you, Duke. No offense. Yeah, that's send true. No, that's absolutely true. sending me messages, though. Because <laughs> yeah, well, he knows he can beat me. Yeah. So he was an easy target. Don't play the America card and just go, oh, yeah, Britain's involved too. you got to fight them as well. No. No. No, dude. Right. Okay. Well, anyway, so that's one of my shout-outs. Yeah, no. Uh, hopefully we'll have more news about that next time. Uh, uh, two other shout-outs real quick. Major Chavez, uh, uh, one day we were playing some team deathmatch or something, and he said, hey, do you have any of those spec ops? I guess he said in British. Do you got any spec ops? And I said – no, I only have a couple of them. He goes, oh, me too. Brilliant. We should do some. And I was like, all right, after this round, let's do some. So we did. We played some spec ops, and he helped me get the Charlie on our sixth achievement. So cheers to him for helping me get one of those achievements. What's that? Charlie on our sixth. What's that? What? What achievement is that? What do you have to do? Uh, I think you just have to do like six of the spec ops that get six stars or something. And we had to do them all on one star because we tried on Hardened. And even with Hardened, we were just like, oh, my God, this is destroying us. Let's go down. So we went down to... I remember I played that with you once, and you went, "No, this yeah. is too hard." Yeah, it was, it was, it was too hard. I got the sense that if we went any easier, you'd be like, "You know what? This is way because you do everything on veteran." So, anyway, whatever. Uh, he and well, I seem to be I, Major Chevers is from uh, Northern Ireland, I think, because I was playing Mercenaries Two in co-op with him. Right? Uh-huh. And he said, "I said, where are you from?" And he went, "Northern Ireland." And I said, "Oh, I bet this blowing up stuff. I bet you're just used to that over <laughs> in Northern Ireland." <laughs> Very tactful. <laughs> wow. yeah, but uh, he's a he's a nice chap. He's a, he's he a nice is. Chap. Yeah. It's great. So huzzah to him. And then the other one is uh, this guy, Johnny Utah 66, who left a cool note about uh, the podcast and the rap song at the Over 35's website. Yeah. And he also included a comment on there, which I thought was very prescient because I don't think he, he knew what was going on. He said, you always get a bum deal on the quizzes, which, hey, look at how smart he was because he knew that I was getting a bum deal on that quiz I made. And then it got lost. <laughs> so cheers to him for the nice shout out and everybody who's left nice notes. Uh, that song I did the today was a good day is finally up at the veteran gamers website. By the time you hear this, it'll have been up for a week. So you may have to dig around for it, but it's there. You can check it out and download it, put on your iPod and jam out to it. Yeah, and, sure. like, and if, if you want uh, a new phone, you know, phone noise, that's right. It can make it your ringtone. Great ringtone. That's what oh, I said. Yeah. yeah. Great. You can have Duke coming in your ears. 
There you oh, go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I might be a bit messy. Anyway, <laughs> it's like that goat song. Coming in your ear with a mic and a drum. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Moving Ginny. right along. Uh, Ginny, yeah, shout out. I want to shout out the person who is the bottom of my leaderboard on Modern Warfare 2, Rinky Dinky Dan from Thumbsticks. Uh-huh. Please, Rinky Dinky. He played the game for nine minutes and ten seconds. <laughs> 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 Let's point some facts about it. Oh, we, we met um, Rinky Dinky Dan down in that there, London, didn't we? Uh, and he's a very, very nice guy, so I don't want this to come across uh, as um, kind of picking on the guy. But he did play the uh, the game for nine minutes and ten seconds. He got 550 points. Let's see how many wins he got. Uh, he got three three losses. Didn't win a game. Didn't win a game. Uh, also, oh, he's actually beating somebody else on, on the leaderboard. Rinky Dinky Dan got 11 kills. But 21 deaths, so he's got a, a 0.52 kill to death ratio, uh, <laughs> and his accuracy is oh, he's better than mine because he's only shot 119 bullets on Modern Warfare 2. So Ricky Dicky, just give it a little bit more love. Well, no, just give it a right idea. He's got yeah. a right idea. And the person who's top of my list is like eighth prestige, strap it on, <laughs> uh, level. 52. He's been playing the game the equivalent of 23 days, 2 hours, ah. and 21 minutes. That is just um, ridiculous. Wow. Ridiculous. And he has, let's see, he has won 2,171 games, and he has killed uh, 61,840 people. On. So he's done 23 days. It's been about 80 days since the game was released, yeah? Is that a fair assessment? Yeah. yeah. So that's like... More than a third of the actual time he's had on the planet if he could since turn, then that he's been playing the game. Go out with a girl, for instance, say. Yeah. And the, she says, oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, I play Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> Is that what he yeah. would say? I play Modern Warfare. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's with me on the whole um, glitching thing. You know, if they start it, bring it on. Um, okay. So, uh, and I'll, I'll also share a, a video that you put up on the veterangamers.co.uk. You should check it out; it's all great. Um, it's called Sandy Ravage in Booster Justice, which is the video that we alluded to earlier, where this guy takes it upon himself to go in free for all matches, seek out all the kind of hot spots for people who are boosting, trying to get loads of XP, and just spoil their day and fuck them up uh, well, because they are spoiling the game and they he just like shoots up. <laughs> Very what's, funny. But what's the best thing he does? He follows them from game to game. So yeah. every time they leave, he follows them to the next game they go to and does, does the same again. And it's just it hilarious. Serves right. Yeah, he definitely. boosters. Definitely. Um, well, I'd like to shout out, as always, uh, vghub.net. You know, yeah. So if you want to go and find some other podcasts, they're all on there. I'm not going to keep listing them all because you can just need no. to click a button and away you go. Or type in a web address and you'll find them all. And there is something for everyone there, so there you go. And I'd also like to shout out Mr. Barnes. I don't know whether you've seen this. Uh, we've had a comment on the site off of Mr. Barnes, and it was it was on your Dragon Age versus Mass Effect. Ah. Oh, really? Okay, listen, listen, it's good, this. Okay, oh, so his really? comment was, right, your site was extremely interesting, especially since I was searching for thoughts on this very subject last Thursday. <laughs> Right. Cool. I mean, what are the chances, right, that somebody is searching for thoughts on Dragon Age versus Mass Effect? So uh, yeah. that's, that's a bit odd. Now, what's even more interesting, that his name is actually a link, which is odd in itself, because no one else's name is a link to anywhere apart from his. So I thought, oh, where does his name go? So I clicked. Online stock trading, online real estate stock trading. No experience required. Start investing in real uh, estate for $250. Uh, <laughs> Invest with experience. Real estate investors leverage your way to wealth. 
Start online stock training. Click here for more information. Yeah, yeah, he's not really a person, is it? <laughs> well, it could it be. It, it could is. be. Yeah, it's not a person. They designed it to be like spam, and then you click it, and you yes. go. Yes. And it's because it doesn't say anything about what actually. If he had said your site was extremely interesting, especially since I was searching for your thoughts for thoughts on Mass Effect versus Dragon Age last Thursday, okay. But that's not what it says. It just says this subject, which could be anything. I'll bet he leaves these on like my cat is cuter than your dog dot com. So do you think is a that bot? Real? Yeah. I don't know. Probably. But do you, think a bot, do you think a bot did this, or do you think he really did it? I don't know. It's weird. Or not him, but somebody pretending to be Mr. Barnes. <laughs> well, I just think it's probably somebody, you know, there's probably people who get paid to set up, you know, yeah. fake so they, accounts on social forums, and then they go around leaving spam. Yeah, so you're banned anyway. We'll certainly remove you and not allow you yeah. to put any more comments on our Loser, site. loser. <laughs> Anyway, so there you go. That's uh, well, my um, cat is cuter than your dog doesn't exist. Yeah. By the way, I'm well, googling that's it now. The next I'm going to make then. Googling it. You paid. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's it. That's about it as well. And yeah, I mean, come along to the site, have a look. Uh, VeteranGamers.co.uk. There's some interesting stories, articles, and news up there. Oh yeah. And I put an interesting one up about daft parents, which we'll not go into. But yeah, I've made my thoughts pretty clear. Um, and uh, yeah, well, that's about it. I think that's the show done, wrapped up. So let's oh, get yeah. the hell out of here. On that, on that note, say ta ta, jamafool. Show finished. Won't you? Yeah. <laughs>